How do you start a podcast? It's a great question, man. <laughs> That's quite, I thought you were going to answer man. No I'm always waiting for you to answer I'm yeah. the one that asks the questions Well then I usually say I don't know how to you I, I yeah, never have like, an answer ready So like I'm German right uh, So like yeah, I, I could just say heritage. I'm the Gestapo yeah. I'm the one who asks the questions <laughs> And you're the one who answers Yeah No I don't know You have no idea Sorry, one. You have no idea. I we are a year plus into this, and I still don't. I'm not sure. A year plus? Are we really a year plus? Right. Oh my yeah, goodness gracious! Where's my birthday cake? I don't know, man. We should have had a cake or something. Yeah, we should have had a one year anniversary. Well, okay. Why didn't we do that? I don't know. <laughs> when, when was the one year anniversary? Last July. April. April? Was it April? What? Yeah, oh my gosh! I think it was yeah. because it was. Father Ben was our second episode. Our first was just you and me. It was the same day though. Same day. Same day, though. Yeah. So, speaking of cake. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. So, like, what kind of cake? Like, are you an ice cream cake guy? Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. It's not, like, my go-to. I'm not, what? like, a, ooh, it's a birthday. What do you want? Ice cream cake. What's, like, like your, I don't eat it. What is, cream, like, your man. go-to? I don't really have a go-to cake. I don't love chocolate cake. Like, I'll eat it. I'm not right. going to be that guy. Right. You know, like, there's a per- there's every, there's always somebody, no, I shouldn't say always, but, like, Sometimes you have a person that goes to a party and like, you want a piece of cake? Oh, what kind is it? Like, why do you have to ask? You know? Like, oh, it's chocolate. Oh, I don't want any. I'm not going to be like that guy. I'm not. You're not that guy. I'm not yeah. that guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, chocolate's not my favorite. But I'll eat it. Like, if somebody's favorite, if it's someone's birthday sure. and their favorite's chocolate, I'm not going to be like, <laughs> no, I'm not eating your cake. <laughs> I don't want to celebrate your birthday. Like, no, I'll eat it. I mean, I'll eat a cake. I'll eat it and shut up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like if you go to a birthday party yeah. and someone asks you if you want cake or ice cream. Yeah. Oh, okay. Both. Sure. Both. Is it oh, always both? Oh, can I? Can it be an either or? Yeah. Can so, I have both? So, the reason I bring this up is yeah. this, is how, this is how I used to teach um, inclusive and or inclusive oh, okay. ors. Oh, sure. So, like, in logic, or it can be P or Q. Oh, yeah. Or both of them at the same time. So I guess you're at a birthday party and someone asked you on ice cream, cake or ice yeah. cream. You can say both. That's uh, yeah. the inclusivity. And in, I'll in have either, like I'll sometimes have one, or the either, or both, or both. Okay. If both are offered, I'll have both. I find that the best cake is the most boring cake. Yeah, sometimes you just need a plain cake. So when we got married, not you and I, John. No. When Elizabeth and I got married, yep. <laughs> we got a normal, yeah. boring cake yep. from Festival. Yeah, it was good. Grocery store cakes, and I've been told Costco. It's good. Who? It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Costco Do you know good. why? It's the frosting. It's all about the frosting. It's the frosting, and they're frozen. Yeah. <laughs> and it because you have to fr- because there's freezing, you got all those preservatives in there. Oh, sweet, sweet sugar. Yeah. Which is just phenomenal. You can't go wrong. No, yeah. You I mean, can't like, go wrong, especially for a wedding. Yeah, no, like a, a, a sheet cake from Costco, it's going to do the same thing as... Now, I will say, I have had some really good... Like, I think our wedding cake was really good. It was fine. It was, yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> but, like, I've had some... I've had some bad cakes. I've had some bad weddings. At weddings? Yeah. I have. Not at yours. I enjoyed yours. I was going to say. <laughs> you were I a guest have, of honor. I have our tasted... Wedding cakes um, that I was like, oh, I feel bad 
I feel bad if I don't finish this. So, like, wh- why was it bad, though? I had something up with it. You know what I'm what saying? What does that like, mean? It, ah, dry. Sure. Like, sometimes they come out dry where you're like, was this, when was this made? Like, a week ago? Because it's, I can tell. You know, yeah. Like, Is it one of those, I mean, like, thick dry? Was it one of those, like, thick dry or, like, like, uh, it just crumbles? It's just, bleh. no. It was just, like, there wasn't, there was no moisture. Sorry if people hate that word. But there was no moisture to it. Okay. whatsoever and like sure. the frosting wasn't enough to like pull it you know what i'm saying like sometimes the frosting is good enough where it can carry a dry cake and you're like okay i'm fine with it not always i've had yeah it was it i've been i've had some bad wedding cakes. sure now that everybody is super um like craving cake yeah but the reason i bring i mean because we have we have multiple friends who are getting married yeah. within the next couple months, we'll be judging. years, whatever. Um, not that we'll be judging. I mean, but also like yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> everybody does. Because, well, we were just at a wedding uh, on Sunday. Saw Father Jose. Super great. Nice. Um, friends of ours are getting married. Uh, we were really surprised and honored that we were invited. Um, but they had very simple. They had cake and punch after the mass in the basement. Done. Nice. Elizabeth and I got that we got there at noon for the wedding. We were at the car dealership to start looking at cars at like three. Wow. It was great. That nice. It was great. It was that awesome. kinda reminds me of like weddings back in the old days, man. You just got married, you had a reception in the basement and then and boom, you right went up. away. You, you went were off home. to the honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. No, for <laughs> there's also a lot of other reasons that that's the case. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So I I wanna bring on our, our guest because I want I wanna ask you these questions too, just to see if you remember. As we have Emily Langer on the podcast today. Hi, Emily. Emily, Hi. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. So, what was the cake at your wedding? I don't remember the three bottom layers, but the top layer was well, cherry chip. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a a classic. Yeah. Like oh, it was a tiered cake. Oh, it was okay, a tiered yeah, cake. Yeah. yeah. There was three so, different. There was four different flavors, though. I think so. Wow, that's cool. I have a big family. Yeah. So the top layer was cherry chip. Our favorite. Okay. Cherry chip. Cherry chip. chip. What's the chip part? Like chocolate chip? No, it's it's like a white cake with cherry chip. You can get a cherry chip cake mix. What's cherry chip, chip, though? Is it like the cherry? Oh, the cherries in the cake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like chips of cherry or? Yeah. Yeah, I know what she's talking about. Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah. little red flecks in the cake. And I remember that because I remember regretting we should have had that as the bottom layer. Because it was the best. Because it was gone before yeah. we could. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> they didn't give you the first p- cut? You didn't get to cut it? I think we cut it when we got there, and then they served oh. it later, and I was in conversation. Oh, my gosh. But uh, she made us cupcakes for our first anniversary, okay. and they were cherry chips. Oh, that's nice. Oh, okay. Which was great, because her. I was nine months pregnant, and I'm like, give me yeah. all the cupcakes. Get me the cupcakes. <laughs> but I'm listening to your conversation. My first job was decorating cakes at Piggly Wiggly in oh, high nice. school. No way. Yeah. 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 That's, that's awesome. why I knew they were frozen, Yeah. and they have the better cream frosting, not the butter... They have buttercream, but buttercream mm-hmm. is that whipped cream frosting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. So that was my first job in nice. high school. Yeah. All Do the cool all the cool people work at Piggy Wiggy. I never worked there. I didn't. You're not cool. Yeah. No, I my Piggy Wiggly is closed. It <laughs> closed <laughs> right before I turned 18, so I never had to use the meat slicer. Now, do you <laughs> so I have a question? Now, do you like make your own cakes and still decorate them? Yeah, like it's it's birth yeah. it's birthday season in yeah. our house. So yeah. our birthdays are June, July, August, September. Nice. And so um our twins are four 
in September, so I'll have to do their cakes and an extra one to accommodate the family, yeah. <laughs> the number of people right. in the family. Um, yeah, so I get out my decorating stuff. Nice. I don't like bake fancy. Oh, I've learned I get the cake mix and I yep. do the quote unquote like make your cake mix taste like a yep. bakery cake mix yep. mm-hmm. because it makes it just that bit thicker. Right. Right. That, you know, if you just use the cake mix as is, it just crumbles when you try to do anything with it. Yeah. You use like you don't use water, you use uh, milk, milk or something. and you use instead of instead of oil, you use twice the amount of butter, melted I, butter. Yeah, I dude. And think, use extra eggs. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. my wife is going to be listening to this. So sorry if I got this wrong, Laura, <laughs> but I think she does that sometimes. Like when she really wants to make a nice cake, she decorates pretty nicely. Sure. As well, sure. But my aunt for sure does that. Yeah, like yeah. I've asked my aunt, like, how do you like what? What do you do? To, and she's like, it's it's the store bought stuff. And I'm like, how? And I she just yeah. change it up a little bit. I've tried doing homemade yeah. cakes, and they just yeah, they're they're not worth the effort. At it's least with how I bake them, right? Sure. It's right. not worth the effort. They don't can, come out good if enough. If you can up the pre-made stuff, if you can up that game, why? Why bother? And then I take the kids <laughs> exactly. to the store and they pick out their cake mix. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's really that's yeah. a good thing. My wife makes me, uh, she makes different theme cakes. So it's she so still cool. will use like pre-made stuff. She's not a, she, I mean, she's really good at baking. Like I really yeah. am happy that she bakes because I don't. <laughs> um, but she'll make me a different board game themed cake oh. every year for my so birthday. Because cool. uh, my first the first birthday I had when we were dating, we were dating. Um, she made me a like a red and black cake, but it was a it was confetti cake because confetti cake is the best. Um, then she put chess pieces on top of it, so she got like chess piece molds and like filled them with like white chocolate and nice. dark chocolate, and then had those on top, which was super sick. That is so cool. Um, and then she made like Catan mm-hmm. cupcakes, so like if you know what a if you know a Catan board, like it's yep. a bunch of hexes yeah. in like a bigger hexagon. Yep. And you, yeah. There's different uh, types of hexes. You got your clay and your sheep and whatever else. So she took each of the cupcakes was like a different area and she put like animals on it. Oh, made that's it. so cool. cute. fun. Um, and then there was Scythe, which is a uh, war style type board game. Uh, she made all the emblems of all the class. Uh, I remember that. Countries or whatever tribes, yeah. I don't know what they're called in the game. And then uh, there was Wingspan, which is the greatest game. Yeah, she did the Big Bird. That, and then last cool. year was Isle of Cats. Yeah, she I got that. like one of those photo ones. You can get put like a photo on a cake. Yeah, yeah. So she did that with the board game, the 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 your little tableau or whatever. That's the ship where you put all the cats on. Yeah. <laughs> and then had little cats. Uh, on the ship. Uh, on the on the ship, a it super cool. adorable. It was super cute. Um, it's one of those great areas. My wife's very. My wife is very creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I always a, look to a I makes. love cake, yeah. and then B, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love board games, and C, I love her. So it's great. Every year for your birthday, I look forward to it because happy birthday. But like, yeah, thanks. it's not today. But it's not. But March. I also look forward to it because of what your wife's that cake. Make. I'm yeah. like what. What year? What, yeah. what this year? What's she gonna do? What board game? What board game? There's a lot. She's to trying from. to save. She's trying to do some of the more complex ones now because we don't have any kids in the world. So yeah, 
Like it's, we have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it might change. Because yeah. uh, yeah. one day, you know, God willing, you know, we yeah. do have kids, and all of a sudden, it's like, like <laughs> there's not a time. Which I could care less right. about my yeah. birthday at thirty. Like, there's no more good birthdays for me anymore. <laughs> I'm past twenty five when I can rent a car. Right. There, what's what? Who cares? It's yeah. I'm whatever. It's my, fine. My golden birthday was twenty nine. It's like, yeah, well, well, did you do anything yeah, special for that? Yeah, I don't. Rem- I don't think so. No. I don't remember. I was probably. I think I was pregnant with Alex. There you go. <laughs> I'm very pregnant with Alex. Super crazy birthday party then. Yeah. <laughs> no party. But I have told Andy, I this is the gift I get every year, and I don't want it to change. I get the day off. Yeah. He takes the day off of work, mm-hmm. and I leave. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just go wherever. I usually plan yep. my day out. One year I went to the shrine and up to Green Bay. The past two years I went shopping with my mom because we hadn't done that in years. Nice. And like I didn't really need to get anything, but we went to the mall in Appleton mm. and just kind of walked around and so do whatever you yeah. want. Day. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Exactly. Like that. Those are those are good days. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good days. You look forward to that day. You know, you just get the day to. Do whatever you, you do want. Do whatever you want, man. Yeah. I told him if he gives me a gift one year, like a physical gift, and tells me I'm not getting my day off, I may cry. <laughs> <laughs> I want the day off, not yeah. this gift. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? Yes. <laughs> That's okay. I should keep that one in mind. Yeah. Um, because I'm a horrible gift giver. I know, my I wife know. is a good gift giver, and men, yeah. <laughs> men get married for the sole reason of not having to give gifts anymore. <laughs> uh, because... Their wives do all the work. Uh, my wife definitely does all the work. <laughs> like she remembers everybody's birthday. Yep. I know the general, my best friend, who has been my best friend for, who's not you, John? Right? Her. No, I know. So <laughs> who's been my quote unquote best friend for um, 18 years. I know when his birthday is in general. In general. <laughs> I always forget what day of the year it is. If, yeah. If I'm, I'm within, I'm like, I know it's in I know it's in late September, and I know it's either this date or this date, and I never get it right. And I always have to go. I have to log into Facebook and reactivate, quote unquote, reactivate my Facebook, Just so I can go out. on his timeline and go back to the last September to see where other people were posting about his birthday, so I can remember when his birthday is. Yeah. Do you ever think to put it in like your calendar? <laughs> I after you do that. Think about that Put it in every year, yeah. and yeah. then I don't. Because <laughs> that's like the one thing I use Google Calendar for is birthdays yeah, and anniversaries because then I can repeat them, and then they, they automatically repeat yeah. every year, and then yeah. they're in there. And then I did do that. Yeah. So I have that for some of our mutual friends. Okay. <laughs> and you, John, and your <laughs> wife, it, and uh, some of our other mutual friends, and um, some priest friends. Uh, not not Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. So we're getting to September again, Sorry, and uh, I only know like three birthdays off the top of my head. Yeah, I know. And what, two of them are my parents. Yeah. Oh, actually, four. Two of them are my parents. One is my wife and my brother. Yep. Who's, who's oh, that's a, cheating. Who's my twin? <laughs> that's <Yeah>. cheating. <laughs> that we have the same birthday. Those are the ones you need to know, though. Like that you absolutely need to know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. me, it's my siblings, my wife, my dad. I I <laughs> could forget to call my dad on his birthday, and he would be like, yeah. "He probably will forget it's his birthday," because <laughs> yeah. he just he's a man, so like, yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we have six people in our house, but we have four birthdays because we have yeah. the twins yeah. we share, and then um, our second oldest, Alex, was born on 
my husband's birthday. Oh my gosh. There you go. And that was Claire's due date. That was our oldest due date. <laughs> and yeah. she was late. Oh so wow. yes, we have four birthdays. And so I called the doctor's office often for Alex for his diabetes. And then once I had to, someone was asking me an insurance question and they asked for my husband's birthday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he was not born in 2016. He was not born in 2016. <laughs> yeah. What is the year he was born? Yeah. And as a, as a teacher too, like your just the year years are all messed up because yeah. years for like and this is how it was when I was teaching. I mean, the new year begins in September, oh, not yes. January. Right. So like when when we think of years, because you're you're a teacher, mm-hmm. um, when you think of years, you think of two years at the same time, eleven, twelve, yeah, twelve, thirteen, yeah, thirteen, forty, because that's the school year. Even all those years that I've been home. Yeah. I still have had that mentality the whole time. Now, like our twins are three years younger than Alex, mm-hmm. but they crossed the September 1st line for birthday. Mm-hmm. So they are four years behind them in school. And that is going to mess my, my mind <laughs> for like the next 15 years. Yeah. So um, we're really happy to have you on, uh, Emily. And thank you so much for taking time out of your super busy schedule, which <laughs> has opened up a little bit for you yes. uh, to to come chat with us for for a little bit so like i was telling you off air it's always really fun for john and i to do these interviews where we don't really know the person very well Mm -hmm. um especially with me because i'm horrible with names uh so i remember very often people's faces and i like know like i'm supposed to know this person (laughs) and then i don't yeah (laughs) or like in my mind and i'm sure you get this too with like kids so yeah. like the students well like you'll see the student you're like i know i taught you mm-hmm. and you have an inkling in your head of what their name is whether it's the you know how it starts or you know the first letter but you're just not confident enough doing it and then you're like oh man i really want to say hi to this kid because i <laughs> i i it's really nice to see them but also like i don't know their name and i don't want to feel like horrible for like saying hey buddy you know, <laughs> if you ever see me at church and I say, hey, man, or hey, buddy, that's because I don't remember your name. Uh, <laughs> and then like six hours later, you're sitting at home. You're like, oh, it was right. I didn't yeah. know the kid's name. Uh, anyway, so it's really it's a lot of fun for us to do interviews with people we don't know that super duper well, um, because we really get to have uh, a better understanding of, of where people are coming from. So. We we're kind of chatting a little bit off air. You said you grew up in Appleton. Yep. Right. Yep. So, what does your childhood kind of look like, um, whether it's faith wise or, or or not? But give us a little crash course or really long course in in your story, your life story. Um, I'll try not to make it too long because I've been home with my kids for nine years, and I have found that when I have the opportunity to speak with adults. I speak a lot. That's okay. <laughs> but, um, so we're, I grew up we're trying in, to make sure that you miss bedtime, remember? So. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't find one down for bed tonight. Um, but I grew up um, on the southeast side of Appleton. Uh, my parish was St. Bernadette. Um, and I'm ca- a Catholic school kid, preschool through college. Um, I went to St. Bernadette, then St. Joe's, and then Xavier High School, and then St. Norbert. Um, of course, that's in Appleton now it's all Xavier Catholic schools. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I guess growing up I was a server and then I hit high school and I think about during my freshman year I started to uh, canter. 
Nice. And then I started to accompany. I would sub for um, sub for my babysitter's mom with the choir with the choir at mass. Yeah. Um, and so my mom gently said that maybe I should let other kids serve <laughs> and <laughs> kind of go towards the music ministry area, um, which I'm very thankful for because I think that is what kept me going to church in those years, mm-hmm. you know, those college years and right out of college where it's easy to slip away. Um, I may not have been at church for really the right reasons, but I was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I w- became there for the right reasons. So... um I have a, an elementary ed degree from St. Norbert, so um, I'm certified one through eight in general, and then one through eight Spanish. Gotcha. I don't have a teaching music degree. That's something I get asked often. <laughs> <laughs> I have a music minor. But um, my first year out of college, I, went, I ended up being hired back at St. Bernadette as the aftercare okay. provider. And it was fun because like, they gave me a key to my elementary school. And most of my teachers were still there. Oh, no way. And I was there when no one else was there. So I definitely ran down the halls and, yeah. and like looked into different closets and stuff like that. Because <laughs> I had there? the master, because I, I had access to the master key. Yeah. Um, but my first day doing aftercare, three people asked me to direct the choir at the parish. Hmm. I had called over there to say, do you need someone to play for school mass? <laughs> no one answered that question that day. But three <laughs> people, including... Um, Father Don Zuliger came out to the playground and asked me to direct choir. <laughs> um, and that was one of the biggest blessings, yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the, I still think about them and miss them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So did you take the role as a I, director? I did. I directed them for yeah. five years. And it was this kind of, the choir was made up of like my teachers mm-hmm. and my classmates' parents and my babysitter's nice. mom, who is Father Don's sister-in-law, and okay. Father Don's brother was in the choir. Um, and I, this is the choir that we listened to growing up. Yeah. And, you know, they had their certain set of songs. So they would say, all right, it's Lent. It's, it's time to do Rise Again. And I just stared at them going, I, I get to direct this? <laughs> and they're like, oh, cool. yeah, yeah. Right. And it's it's... It was um, it was very neat to step into this role and yeah. Did you do that and teaching at the same time, or did you um, leave the I, teaching? I and, did okay. because you know it was Thursday nights sure. and okay. um, and you know two masses a month. Yeah. You know the kind of like the standard choir, and I was single, you know unmarried, um, and so that was kind of my life outside of yeah. school. Okay. So um, my I taught at St. Ed's in Macville for four years. Um, I taught at St. Mary's in Greenville that first year too. St. Ed's is very small and has split classes. So my first year teaching there, I'm like, they, they said, oh, you're teaching first and second grade math and second grade religion and kindergarten Spanish and religion and fourth grade reading and English. Yeah. And then you're going to go to this other school and teach middle school Spanish two yeah. mornings a week and you're still not quite full time. <laughs> well, anything else you need to add on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything else you need to do? No. Well, one of, I'm, I'm excited because one of my sixth graders from Greenville is at the seminary now. Oh, oh so yes, yes. yes that's, I don't even know if he remembers me. <laughs> you probably does. But I'm, I'm, that just makes yeah. me so excited. Yeah, that's yep. cool. So I guess I am giving the short version. But then, so I taught at St. Ed's for four years. Um, I met my husband during that time. He lived here in Manitowoc already. Um, we got married. 
I moved here to Manitowoc and I taught. I was the first K-8 Spanish teacher at St. Francis of Assisi. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I taught there for one year. And by the end of the year, I was seven months pregnant and I've been home ever Whoa, since. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so because I taught there for one year, everyone is cemented in my mind. So, Cameron, mm-hmm. you were saying that, you know, you don't quite know that student's name. Mm-hmm. I might not quite remember their name, but I know what grade they were in and I know mm-hmm. what grade they're in now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can do that in my head. And you know where they sat in class? Uh, no, because I moved <laughs> no. them around. Oh, okay. But um, but I can't remember where I set the pot lid two minutes ago. Yeah. You know, so right. it's like, yeah. but why can I remember that? Yeah. And my kindergartners are sophomores this year. So wow. it's, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, I haven't been home that long. I'm like, well, my oldest is nine. I guess I have. Yeah. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. No, thanks. I got that not too long ago. I realized that... Uh, the kid, the first kids that I taught yeah. uh, in 2016 and Greenbay East were freshmen, uh, right? So now they're, oh my gosh, <laughs> they're, they'll be seniors in college. Yeah. And it's like terrifying. It's, I know some of those kids are going to be in the workforce. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> my, my last class of first graders from St. Ed's, um, like they came to our wedding mm-hmm. and stuff. They are graduating this year. They're seniors in high school this year. And and then I have this whole issue where I went from teaching first graders to teaching K through eight. Mm. It's like, wait, how can I taught them last? How are they out of college? <laughs> and these guys are just going into college. And then I'm all confused. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I see a birthday that starts with a two and I'm like, they, they can't be 23. Because like people <laughs> born in 2000, 2001. The, they're they're not, turning 22 this year. They're not real. That's not. They're entering the <laughs> workforce. That's not real. They learn no. about 9-11 as a history event. Yeah. That yeah. that makes me feel old, man. That, that's what makes me feel that old. Was, that was the turning point for yeah, me. When I started are, asking yeah. kids yeah. Um, if they remember 9-11 and they're like, I have no idea. And they're like, well, I was born after. And I was like, what? Yeah, and I'm like, what yeah. are you yeah. talking about? And like, now yeah. it's going to be pre... It was always like where... We kind of related time to like pre nine eleven, yeah, and post nine eleven, right? Because it changed our lives so much. Now it's going to be pre COVID, post COVID. Yeah, I mean, yeah. possibly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's really hard to remember like pre COVID, and then we don't really remember COVID. Yeah, because we don't like not remember COVID, but then also like now we know things of like post COVID. Well, it came yeah. up today for me because it was our twins' first day of school in three K. And I was comparing, you know, I've got this time hop app that brings up my pictures from yeah. every, you know, every yeah. year and best thing for a mom. <laughs> so <laughs> you can see all the pictures from last year and the year before. Um, but Claire's, she's in fourth grade now. Her picture from the first day of 4K popped up by her backpack. Mm-hmm. And then I had the pictures of the twins by their backpacks today. And I don't have one for Alex because he oh, entered, yeah. entered um, 4K and the 2020-2021 school right. year. So there was no picture inside. Oh, mm. sad. So um, I got all the other pictures. Yeah, right. yeah. At that point, <laughs> I was just, I was more grateful that they changed like the drop off and pick up for 4K because you used to have to take them in and bring them out. And the twins were like nine, 10 months old or something like that, 11 months old. And I'm going, how am I going to get them in <laughs> yeah. to take Alex in? 
and then take them back out. Yeah. They're going to mm-hmm. be too big for the carriers. They're not quite going to be walking yet. How on earth am I going to do this? And then they change things. They go, oh, you drop them off with the rest of the kids. And I said, excellent. Oh, great. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> take, 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 take the kids out of the seats, you know? <laughs> yep. 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 Nice. So I guess we... But, whole life we're done with the episode no i'm just kidding um. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can ask me more questions i uh, thought i would talk more but how did you meet your husband so he's from Manitowoc, but you're in appleton yeah and actually he's from tish mills originally okay but um uh the crystal ballroom in oh, like the st yep, john sherwood area oh, yeah. okay yep yep so, so there's dana talks about it dana we had dana shepherd on the podcast is that oh, is that the uh like did you like swing dancing? Yeah, that's yeah, where, okay. that's ball, where ballroom it's closed. Dancing. It's closed now. Yeah, no, it's yeah. reopened. It's reopened again. They got new owners, and I nice. haven't. We haven't been there, but it sounds like I don't know if they're doing every Friday night dance, but they are doing Friday night dances well, that's again. Cool. Cool. That's so you can just pay and dance for a few hours, and that's nice. where I had some friends that I would go with regularly on Friday nights. Finally, got me out of like just being with older retired people at church for my social life. <laughs> Um, um, and then I, uh, I hear myself doing all these ums now. No. And then, yeah, I met Andy there and yeah, we just started chatting online. I, I, he tricked me into thinking he used Facebook much by messaging with me on Facebook. And then after a couple months I go, Oh, you really don't use Facebook much. Do you? He goes, no, no. (laughs) Tricked. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Nice. Yeah. So like you 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 met like on the dance floor or is it like yeah he asked me like, to dance yeah yeah which Aww, is pretty common cute. it's pretty common yeah. there if you don't know yeah. someone that you can still and then go you got the Facebook we started messaging on Facebook, on Facebook and yeah that's cool yeah and then he asked you on a date or uh, I think I came out here and like we went mini golfing and stuff nice and, did you win um, I don't remember. That means you lost. But when <laughs> 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 I remember getting mint ice cream at, we went to the Washington house. Oh, okay. And I don't, two rivers. in Two Rivers. Oh. Okay. And I had never been to Two Rivers before in my memory, but it was carp fest. So we're saying yeah. we're eating ice cream and there is a man dressed as a carp across the street. <laughs> like the fish? Yeah, like the fish. I've never is been to carp thing? fest. Is that still a thing, carp fest? I don't know. See, I, yeah. I, I'm not from the area, right? <laughs> so I've been. I'm realizing I've been here ten years now, but there's still a lot that I'm not familiar with, mm-hmm. like Carp Fest. Yeah, some interesting festivals here. Well, yeah, Sputnik, Sputnik Fest. Fest Sputnik Fest. Up. I know. When is that? We're doing the five k. It's in a couple weeks. Yeah, two weeks. September eleventh, twelfth. That weekend. I have, to, I have to go. If you go, I've never on, been. if you go on Google Maps, the crash site for Sputnik is actually the parish office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's super weird. Yeah, because it's by the um, yeah the uh, museum. It's yeah. Right across the street. Yeah, so like now yeah. people think that we built the parish office over Sputnik. Was <laughs> <laughs> it in the middle it's of the not. road? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's in, in the, the middle of the road. Yeah. Um, and there's the plaque is on the... Um, sidewalk. It's on the sidewalk by the RAR. Yeah. West Museum. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's coming up. Sputnik Fest is coming up. They do a pumpkin fest in Michigan, which I haven't been in a while. What's that? It's like a fall. Oh, pumpkin festival. fest? Pumpkin. Yeah. Like oh, pumpkin. I heard a punk fest. Dude, oh, I would love that there's a punk fest. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm sorry. Is Bowling for Soup going to be there Everybody, <laughs> Everybody that was into punk music would be there. Like pop punk music in the 2000s would be 
normal boring people like me now and that would be super sick it would be it would put mishikata on the map man it like would if, if I there would... was a punk fest and they got a big headliner would be like, where's mishikata i'm going i'll walk <laughs> over to i'll run over to mishikata to watch fallout boy <laughs> I would. <laughs> I just came out with a new album, so I'm yeah. sure they're touring again, but they're Probably. still pretty big. Do you think they'll go to Mishkat? I doubt it. Okay. <laughs> you gotta wait. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold my breath. You gotta wait until it's been a while. So like, um, I heard on the radio, I listened to like the sports talk radio, the fan. Yeah. Uh, that comes out of Green Bay and they're doing a concert at, um, what is it called? Capital Credit Union Park. Where the Rockers play, okay. the Rockers, sure, minor league baseball team. Um, Brett Michaels of Poison is okay. doing a concert there. All right. So I know Brett Michaels as the sure. Brett Michaels yeah. from Rock of Love yeah. on VH1. <laughs> I don't really know him very much from Poison. <laughs> yeah, I think I could. If I heard a song, I'd probably recognize. Carl. But um, oh, every rose has its thorns. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that's probably the safest, safest example I can give you. Yeah. Uh, so I just have to, we just have to wait until the bands that we love are oh. that old, yeah, and they're gonna do concerts at normal places like Michigan, <laughs> like Michigan. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm waiting for that day. It's gonna be a great day. But then you you like you hear of like my grandma or my yeah my grandma will go like they'll go out and they'll see a lot of like bands. Around and they're like, oh yeah, these are we're really big bands, and now they're playing in random spots in Wisconsin. I'm like, I can't. I now I understand why old people go out and they see so much music. It's because the bands that they love are now doing smaller yeah. areas. Yeah, you can just go yeah. see the bands that you fell in love with. Well, yeah. I'll I'll hear a band playing someplace, and I go, but but my dad likes that band. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a big band, but I guess it's it's not as big anymore. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the amount of people that listen to it are getting less and less. Which like you just want you just want to be happy that they're still playing music. Yeah, yeah. right. Cool. You know, yeah. like yeah, like, we can make fun of Brett Michaels all we want, but he's Brett Michaels. Yeah, he's still. I mean, like the man, like man's still playing career. music. Man's yeah. still doing Good stuff. Good for him, dude. Keep doing what you love, man. Keep it up. Yeah. Are you keeping it up? Here, that's good transition with music. Are you keeping up with music? Can I plug? Yeah. I direct the SFA Youth Choir. Nice. And this year we have a set weekend. We are singing the third Sunday of every month through okay. the school year at 1030 at the Grand Site. Nice. So our first mass is, I think, September 17th. That sounds right. Yeah. So I take, I trust like, you on that. we have kids ages, we, we, we say kindergarten through eighth grade. I have at least one high schooler who said, well, I'll keep coming if you'll take me. I'm like, just keep coming, please. <laughs> I think I've got another high schooler for, um cello but um yeah this is something that i think diane badney put the bug in my ear like eight years ago or something yeah. like that and i took a break when the twins were born and then the break was extended yeah. because they were six months old when covid started <laughs> so I, all my breaks were extended by covid um but um yeah yep so we're starting that soon we just practiced the t- we practiced the thursday before mass so it's one practice a month yeah. one mass a month not a big, not a big time commitment because I know that's tough for families. Right. And I mean, yeah. that's the reason I do it because that's the time commitment I can give to it at this mm-hmm. point in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. How, how many people are in it in the choir? 
Last year, I think we topped out at about a little over 20. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. And then it depends on the month. It depends on what's going on. You know, December's tough. Yeah. Um, January can be tough because of basketball. Oh, sure. May, sometimes, you know, people just start to not come as much. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that having the set Sunday makes it easier. Yeah. Um, When we first started, we would at like different sites different months we were trying they were trying to rotate us yeah oh okay um and that's why we never had a set <laughs> set weekend because yeah. you know they would get us in wherever they could yeah um so yeah i'm excited to have that set weekend michelle bishop is the accompanist nice um yeah yeah so it's it's a good it's a good time can i just say that that was the greatest transition in the history of this podcast that you made there thank you i feel like <laughs> i'm getting better man you you had I had a rough start with that cauliflower. Though they call you made fun of me for that for a long time. I still make fun of you for that. That was awful. Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> but I, I, it's been a while since I've seen that amount of like excitement, yeah, and joy. Thank you. <laughs> as, as, ever on the on the podcast for real. Yeah, for sure. No, it was like, oh, this is gonna roll. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> good way. So, do you um? Is it hard to go from like okay? The hard goal from a director, like, because you used to be a director at um, St. St. Bernadette. Thank you. I was like, same. I know it starts with B. (laughs) For adults. And now you're going from that to children. Is that hard? It is. I feel like it'd be hard. (laughs) It is. (laughs) I think it would be. Um, It's uh, it's because, I mean, they're they're two different things. They're two very different things. When you're dealing with kids, you have to kind of go like, all right, we got kindergarten through eighth grade. We've got like two grades here who probably can't read the words along with the music because <laughs> yeah. they aren't going to be able to read the words very well, especially at the beginning of the year. Um, so I try to pick things that have refrains mm-hmm. and tell the little ones mm-hmm. who sing in the refrains and tell the older ones that they need to sing out on the yeah. verses. Um, Carry the team. You're carrying the team here. We don't yeah. get to do a lot of harmonies. I got a few kids who do harmonies, but um, uh, I do miss things from adults like the four part harmonies. Yeah. Um, and all of that. Um, but, uh, the, the kids, it's, it's fun when yeah. they kind of, I've, I have them, um, can't doing the Psalms and it's really <laughs> neat to see these kids and they're middle school, high school kids that do the Psalms, but they get up, they go down to in front most oh, of the man, time wow. and they do it and they try. And I offer, I say, if you want me to come up and sing with you, if you want me to come up and stand behind you, if you want me to just sit there. <laughs> you know that's fine um i had a middle school boy last year i asked him do you want to do the psalm he goes sure mm-hmm. and i'm sitting here going um, really <laughs> <laughs> fantastic and he did two psalms last year that's wow. awesome yeah and so i really what i want to give them is that what i have that bridge that if their faith is faltering that they have that music to keep them there mm-hmm. and you know and make their faith stronger in the long run yeah. Mm. That's really cool. I, I we always kind of have try to have that conversation with especially parents uh, that we have in the show but that how do we keep the faith going into those tough transition mm-hmm. times yep. whether it's from middle school to high school especially if you're someone like myself who went from private to public mm-hmm. going from from middle school to, to to high school so that um 
that transition, at least having having something to do in the church. Yeah. Um, would you? Because I know, like a, a a barrier for a lot of kids for like music is that they either don't know really how to read music, or they don't feel comfortable getting in front of people. Um, what what are 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 there still ways that they can get involved in music in the parish? One oh. thing I do is the youth choir is up in the loft. Okay, so there you um, go. That helps with various things. The kids aren't. Yeah. The people have said, "Oh, we want the kids up front," and I'm going, "No, you don't. Good, good luck. They're going yeah. to be a huge <laughs> distraction." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many potty breaks we take? Do you know why we make little worship aids? We tried various things over the years, like. Yeah like marking books ahead of time and stuff and just making a worship aid for each month is just the best way to go about it. Easiest. And, um, you know, they have all their pages and stuff. And if we're upstairs, I can turn down the microphone mm. in between yeah. songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and we practice for like a half an hour before mass. So by the time you get halfway through mass, they're antsy. Mm. So, yep, we're up in the choir loft. So they're not up in front of everyone mm. being seen and things like that. Um, and I try to use a lot of songs that they use, at least at the elementary school. You know, public school kids are more than welcome. We are happy to have kids from any school. Um, one of my cantors is from the public school. But the majority of the kids are from Roncalli. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to use the songs that their music teachers use. Mm-hmm. So I can go, all right, like I was at mass today. You guys sang this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's try it again. I so the song, so the songs are familiar, and we have kind of our own list of songs that we do over and over again as well. So they're comfortable that way, and some action. You know, we do actions. No one sees them, but yeah. But we have some actions and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and the kids like that. Also, too, I think uh, it'll increase in numbers because even even like I was kind of I I don't know I love singing, but I don't like singing when I'm being seen, which is weird because I did theater. But like theater's different because you can't really actually see anybody because it's black yep. and you yeah. can't see anybody. But like at mass, if you're in the front, you can see everybody. And like stage fright, you don't want like, I don't know, sometimes kids get stage fright and then they don't sing. You know? Yeah, I give them so. the option to do the psalm upstairs, but yeah. I encourage them to do it downstairs. Yeah. And most of them do it downstairs, well, which awesome, is man. really, Braver it's really me, nice. Well, safety in numbers too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. When they do the... I'm sure they do. Do they do their Christmas concerts at Waldo yet? Or is that not a thing? The Are you talking about the um, like the Advent one? Yeah. No. They don't do that at Waldo. No. Or wait, what am I thinking of? We haven't done that in a while. I don't in a know. Few years. I maybe I'm the, maybe the, I'm thinking the carol, of a couple the, of years. What is it? The readings. I can't remember the name of it. Readings and carols. There or used something to be like something that. because I've seen video of I think my wife was like back in the day they used to do oh, lessons and carols i think that's but what think it that was through called. the school okay the all the, con- the school maybe all the concerts are at the high school of. now yeah, yeah i think the concert you're thinking of is through Ron maybe Holly. that's what i'm thinking yeah of. i think that's what you're thinking yeah. of. yeah all the concerts are at the high school now for all the schools because yeah. i've been yeah. i've been playing for the middle school concerts nice. since since i taught here yeah. except for twins plus covid um <laughs> but uh <laughs> And they do all theirs, and the elementary school has switched over mm. to the high school now, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. One spot for everything. Yeah. Yep. And then you know that they're not going to overlap concerts <laughs> because they're oh, all at the same place. Oh, yeah. So, true. like, my kids' concerts come out, and I'm like, I don't have to worry about the middle school concert interfering because right. they're in the same place. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. they have to be on different nights. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I also used to direct. Um, I directed the children's choir for Christmas Stars in Appleton. Nice. I'm finding people here don't know what that is. Yeah, I was going to um, ask you what is that. It's, <laughs> it's a massive Christmas show um, by the Xavier. It was Xavier Aces Educational System, but the Xavier educational system and it's like a broadway review type show oh cool so on those things you you grow up watching it we Mm -hmm. went every year my mom my grandmas and everything we went and um when i was a freshman in high school my kindergarten teacher was directing the children's choir which is third fourth and fifth graders and she asked me to help nice so i did that for four Mm -hmm. years i went to college i came home they asked me to direct i think i did one more year helping a different director and then i directed it for three years nice but at its peak we had like 45 kids in the children's choir the third fourth and fifth graders there's a a, there's a younger choir and a middle school choir i i think at the show's peak there are 250 people in the cast yeah yeah so when i did the children's choir here (laughs) i'm like it's easier than christmas stars (laughs) because (laughs) there's no choreography and there's no costumes Um, yeah so um tell us a little bit because i like i like to eventually get to your family life and yes. what kind of being at home for nine years has been like. Uh, but I, I do kind of want to get around to what does your faith look like throughout your life? Oh, you know, it's waves. It ebbs and it flows and it you know goes up right. and down at different spots. Um, I would say I grew up thinking I was doing it. You know what I mean? No. Like, what does that mean? like I went through the motions. Oh, yeah, sure. Went okay. to church on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. You know, uh, going to a Catholic school, they take you to reconciliation once or twice a year, so you don't have mm. to make an effort to go. And you know, I, I did everything that I thought I was supposed to, but I didn't really have like a deep faith. I think I started to experience that more actually when I was directing the adult choir. Mm-hmm. because I would help choose music in the summers when I wasn't teaching. I could make the meetings to help choose music. Um, and, you know, we were given books and it's like, well, here are suggestions for these weeks and stuff. And I started choosing music based upon the readings and not just, oh, I like this song, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that gave me like my first kind of deep, deeper sense of scripture. You know, there's the, purpose for these songs there's mm-hmm. there's a reason that we're going to do this one there's a message that we're trying to get across okay um at that point i was also teaching at saint ed's um in macville and that it it's a very small close-knit school i was one of three full-time teachers when i was teaching first grade and the other two te- full-time teachers they're still there <laughs> uh, one one is one is part time now, but they have been there since before I was born. Wow! Oh wow! So they've been there. Like I just turned thirty seven, so mm-hmm. they've probably been there forty years or so, forty plus years. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't their first teaching job, but they are uh-huh. they are they are amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a very. I feel like that brings the school a sense of, um, like older Catholicism. Like they did the rosary, and I'm like. I've never really done the rosary mm-hmm. before. That was something that just didn't seem to get done in the 90s as much mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Um, so I learned things like the rosary and they would teach me because they remembered pre-Vatican II and, you know, just after Vatican II. And I learned some more um, some more ways to pray uh, and like that. So, and then here, 
uh, when I moved here, it was a big transition because I felt like I lost, like when my name changed, I became a completely different person because I moved cities, I moved jobs, I moved like houses, I moved grocery stores, you know, yeah, all yeah, your normal yeah. things too. I still get my hair cut in Appleton though. <laughs> it's just like two or three times a year. I'll have to give that up one day when I start teaching full time again. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just, it was a big transition. And that first year I was teaching at the school. So I made all these, you know, friends and connections. And then I stayed home. And mm. it was like I had to start over a second time. Mm. And I started to go. I went to nomads for a while. And I started to make friends. And then I would be the creepy person and go, I know your kid. <laughs> or mm-hmm. I know your kid. I taught your kid. Like, I know all your kids, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah. Um, and I started to build my support base again. Mm. Um, and so through the years, you know, I've tried different types of prayer. Um, there have been years where I wake up every morning and I pray, I spend time. And then there are years where it feels dry. And I think that's true for everyone. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, right now I'm kind of in the middle ground. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm in the middle ground. My favorite thing to do right now is I have, um, have you heard of a kitchen rosary or an abacus rosary? Abacus. Um, Yes. Okay. It's the same thing. It's two words for the same thing. It's like a picture frame and you yeah. have three mm-hmm. lines of beads and you can do the rosary kind of hands free. You just have to move the bead over. Okay. Um, and I like to do that while washing dishes if I feel like everything's chaotic. Yeah. So um, that's one of my favorite things to do. It's like the most, you know, those videos online where um, everything gets done really quickly. They have a really messy room and, you know, they put high speed in. And like two minutes later, the room is clean. Yeah. Yes. To me, that's like the most real life version of that is I'm done with the rosary and the dishes are done. (laughs) 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 It's like the task I can do where my mind can wander Mm -hmm. and stay focused on prayer. Um, And then when I'm done with the rosary, the kitchen's clean. It's wonderful. Yeah, there you go. I think think, uh, Elizabeth might have done Abacus Rosaries for one of the Church of the Living Boxes. Okay, we haven't we haven't done. I signed up for this fall. We hadn't okay. done one in a while because we didn't do them, <laughs> and right, it was yeah. finally now. So we didn't see one of those. But yeah, those are I really like those. And you know, you can move it around the house. Andy made me one mm-hmm. for Mother's Day one that's year. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah, that's super cute. Maybe I'll yeah. get that for my kitchen. Yeah, and like I've moved it yeah. around the house before, depending on you know if I'm folding laundry or something, yeah. or if I just think that I'm not going to be able to hold that rosary. Um, it can save mm-hmm. my spot. I can save my spot and I can come back to it later. You mm-hmm. know, bloody noses are frequent in our <laughs> house. Uh, oh, fighting's frequent in our house. You know, if I mm-hmm. have to stop the rosary <laughs> to go <laughs> yell at someone mm-hmm. <laughs> and come back to it, it my spot <laughs> is held. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's, that speaks to a good, a good place because I mean, a lot of, a lot of times, especially with the rosary, cause it is a longer prayer. Mm-hmm. unless you're like speeding through it in which case like eh, what are you doing <laughs> um so that idea of like being able to like pause and being comfortable with being able to pause and like knowing exactly where you are so you can pick up is probably super beneficial because normally it would be like oh man you know like i'd really like to start this rosary but then like i've got to hold the rosary which is great uh but then i've got to commit 15 to 20 minutes 
to the rosary if my mind is on point the whole time yeah. too. Yeah. Because if, and I don't know if you, you catch yourself doing this too, but I will pray the rosary better when I pray it out loud. I do. I pray it out loud in front the, of the kitchen sink. Mm, it keeps me focused. Because yeah. if I pray it in my brain, uh, then like my mind will wander a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think I talked about this before, but I switched to praying it in Latin because at the beginning, I have to like really think about what I'm mm-hmm. saying because I don't, it was still learning. But now I've done it so much. Like I, I'm in that same point. Whereas even if I prayed in Latin and it's in my head, my mind will just start to wander again. It's time for a new language. So I either <laughs> have to do a new language or I have to continue to pray it out loud. Uh, but even if you are praying it out loud, but you don't have to hold on to it and you can pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be comfortable with pausing, we always have this idea in our heads, especially myself, like, in my head, this is how my prayer life should be. And if it is not this way, then I am doing it wrong. <laughs> Which is obviously bullcrap because I have no idea how to pray. Mm-hmm. And we, none of us know how to pray. And the only reason we do know how to pray is because the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so being comfortable with taking it, knowing that it's okay to take a break, to pause something, especially if you're a parent, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're doing something else that you're, the point of prayer is you're making a connection with God. It's not about doing something perfectly. It's not about doing something in the quote unquote right way. Mm-hmm. It's the intention, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, I also, I, I, I have some and I have them, got them for the kids. You can get like little uh, rosary markers Yeah. that you can clip onto your rosary to hold your spot. That's cool. To your beaded oh, rosary. Oh, that's so really it's cool. It's like, you know, it's like a, uh, metal. I was gonna say mm-hmm. charm. I'm like, that's not right. It's got like a little lobster claw on it, and you can just clip <laughs> it in your spot in the rosary. But my my um my philosophy is something is better than nothing. Yeah. yeah. So even if I don't ever finish that particular rosary that I was saying, mm-hmm. I've said part of a rosary that day, and that's mm-hmm. more than I might have done otherwise mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I was looking for perfection. Yeah. Yep. We have to take small W's. Yeah, you know, my worry with the lobster claw thing is that I would forget what side of the rosary I'm on. Oh, I always <laughs> go. I always go the same way though, so I always know. Oh, you yeah, want to know okay. yeah. Oh, there are people that do it. That I I change it up depending oh, on feeling wow. that day. Wow, yeah. wow. Because well, back when we used to play D and D, it was it was always left is left is more fun. We we would say left is more sinister. Like we're always trying to find okay. the bad things. So like whenever I have to make a decision in a game or anything, I always go left because left is more fun. Right. So if I'm feeling fun that day, I go to the left. So it's a more <laughs> fun rosary. Yeah, it's a more fun rosary <laughs> if it's going to left. But if it's on Friday and I got to pay, pay yeah, I was going to say mysteries. don't do it on Friday. I gotta go to the right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I gotta change it up. I gotta go to the right. When you said earlier, <laughs> speeding through the rosary. You, do you guys both have... Yeah, I know you have the hollow app. you have the hollow app? I do. I don't use it much. Okay. It's, it's tough when there are lots of yelling people yeah. in your house <laughs> to do anything out of... That's why yeah. I listen to the podcast during the school year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Have you uh, done a rosary with Mark Wahlberg? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Is he fast? That dude. <laughs> Mocky Mock. That, he, I love Mark Wahlberg, but he, he, he talks so fast through the rosary. I'm like, Mark, breathe. Super Catholic. 
He is. No, it's yeah, great. Super but like, I I don't know if they record him and then they just like repeat it five times. You know, like oh I don't, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Record him, do the prayer once, actually, and then yeah. use it for the rest of the Hail Mary. But I'm like, Mark, breathe, man. Like, dude, just <laughs> like sometimes he he speeds through so quickly through the Hail Mary. I'm like, slow down, man. Like, I can't is he faster keep up with or slower than Father so- Mike Schmitz? I've never heard Father Mike Schmitz do a rosary. I, um, I haven't done the done the rosary, but I've listened to some of the Bible in the year, and I remember trying to go, do I want him to fast. speak at 1.5 speed? Yeah. Or like, I'm sorry, mm. like 0.75 speed? It depends oh, on, yeah, I think. he speaks quickly. Yeah, oh, I think uh, faster. But I know what you're talking about, because I know when Father Mike Schmitz gets very, like, passionate about something, you can, you can tell. Like I can like picture my mind like Father Mike Schmitz like sitting in front of a microphone and like like getting all amped up about something because you can hear it in his voice, which kind of not happens with. Oh gosh! Too. Oh golly! Oh gosh! Here we go, guys. So like, <laughs> what a yeah. gift! What a gift! All right, guys. this so. is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that guy so much. Uh, he is yeah uh, Bible in the year. Let's he is it. yeah it's he great. is impacting so many Catechism so many lives. In the great. Let's no, he's it. awesome. But yeah, no, you can tell like when he gets. So excited about it, yeah. and he can speed up. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is like that, like just the whole time. Okay. <laughs> throughout, the, <laughs> throughout every Hail Mary and Our Father, and it's like, mm-hmm. I, it's like, where are you off to, bro? Like, <laughs> hey, you're a busy guy. But <laughs> it's good to know if I if I'm short on time one yeah. day. Yeah, but him, <laughs> kids will be fast. Yeah, but him, yeah, no, you can you can rely on it. I think it's like, <laughs> I think it's like a whole couple, which is pretty impressive. But I think it's like a whole minute or two faster than Jonathan Rainey's. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. But he also I think he talks slower. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But like like in gen- like sm- slower than the average. Yeah. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the for on that on that app, I would say. Yeah. 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 But uh, You also both great advocates for I think, that app. I think I think Jonathan Ramey, I think you feel like he's slower because you you expect to hear a different voice. Yeah, okay, that's true. Because like if you hear him in the chosen as as Jesus, right? Uh, and then his normal speaking voice is very different. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I thought it was a totally different guy when I like <laughs> listened to the 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 gospel readings. Yeah, I thought I had picked the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when he does the gospel readings, he does read it in his Jesus chosen voice. When yeah, when Jesus speaks in the gospel, so when you yeah. do the oh, lectio divina, okay, he speaks normally, and you're like, oh, I guess I picked the wrong one. But then when Jesus speaks in the gospel, he uses okay. his accent for Jesus from the show. You're like, oh, no way. They all kind of sound a little bit different, too, because I remember during Lent when they had a few actors from The Chosen. I think yep. like Matthew, and, and Lent John. Oh, maybe it was Lent. Mary Magdalene, too. Mary Magdalene. Yeah, Mary a couple Magdalene. of the, yeah, mm-hmm. a couple of the big names. Yeah. They all kind of used like their their acting voice. So yeah, it was, it was it like super. Guard. It was wild. Yeah. Have you watched it? it was wild. I have not. Oh, we what? have not seen it. We Stop. have not what? watched right. it. Stop right now. Like I before I said, like I think before we went on air that we have three ads. Yep. We don't yep. have official ads. We have three. Mm-hmm. Ryan's in York. Ryan's in York. Go Great place. Great place. Go there. Good, good, good food. food. Yeah. Good atmosphere. Good Great food. atmosphere. Uh, um, Father Mike Schmitz, which we've already talked about. Yeah, mm-hmm. love Father Mike on the app. Or on, on the app. On the, app. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. On the and podcast. then The Chosen. Yeah. Those are our three ads. Can't go wrong. We're not so getting good. paid. What are you doing? So. 
<laughs> I don't it's know. Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> no, it's actually it's very it's it's wholesome, which, which obviously you would uh, it it should be because it's about Jesus. But but, but I mean <laughs> <the> disciples. <laughs> there, there can be wholesome, but there can be something that is Catholic and Christian, but not great for a seven year old's eyes as well. Um, you know, it's there's there's a difference yeah. between yeah, but that. they they they. They preface quite well. Do they? The yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was a. I'm not, I don't want to get into spoilers, but like you also know, you kind of also know because it's still linear, so you'll still know where they're okay. at in the gospels. Now, you're, mm-hmm. you're saying no spoilers, but it is the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was about yeah, to say but that. like they <laughs> do. <laughs> they do take some creative liberties. Okay. With okay. some the, of the apostles' stories. Okay. okay. Um. So but, I'm not gonna spoil any anything with their the apostle stories okay but like you know we know from the gospels that mary magdalene was possessed by demons yeah at some point in her life before jesus right mm-hmm. um so they do delve into that okay um you do it's the first episode so yeah. it's not mm-hmm. i'm not ruining anything but her dealing with being possessed and then you're just waiting for Jesus to show up, and then yeah. he does, and yeah. then he cleanses her of the spirit, and it's gosh, I mean, chills. So the same, man. because like she has so this other name that she goes by, okay, um, and she has her name right that her father gave her Mary, and everyone else calls her Lilith, like oh. in in like in her adult yeah. life because okay. she's she's a prostitute or she you know gambles a lot, she's drinking a lot, and then like everyone's calling her this, she's struggling with everything, and then like. Jesus calls her Mary oh, okay. to like get her attention. So and she's like trying to walk away. Like, so beautiful. That's powerful. I don't want your help. I don't know who you are. And she's walking away and he says, Mary. Yes. It made me think about oh. uh, <laughs> Father Matt's. Do you guys go to Father Matt's? Uh, do, you guys, do you guys have Father, Father Matt this past week? Father Matt. Wait, what? Father, Father, what? Father Matt? Like for Mass? Yeah. Did you guys have? No, we went to nine o'clock. Oh, okay. He was no, no, we had Father Doug. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. All right. He he talked a little bit about like names and like titles and stuff, and it made me the, the, his gospel made me think about like that his scene. Homily? Oh, I'm sorry. The, the, the <laughs> homily, uh, which was tied to the gospel. Can, here's a hair yeah. can cut out. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> his <laughs> his homily, which was tied to the gospel, uh, <laughs> was about like um, titles and names and yeah. stuff. Because he talked about like Peter Rock. Mm-hmm stuff so yeah it made me think about yeah. that scene yeah it's great it's yeah. great it's so good it, I would is, worth, it. it is worth your time it all is, listeners it really is so good i mean we've been trying to get your sister-in-law to watch it i know Julia. she has like we've four shows the, as she's we've started. had on the podcast uh to watch it because it's just it's just so good i wanted to not see it for the longest time yeah because yeah. i was like oh it's another show about jesus like eh, yeah yeah you know like it's always like so sometimes it could be so like cringe and it's super corny or yeah. whatever else. And the only good representation of Jesus I had ever seen is in the passion of the Christ, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I've seen that movie once and I don't really need to see it again because uh, it is so raw. It's, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a hard movie to watch. Um, I've seen it a couple of times. Every good Friday, my dad would make us watch it. Uh, it's just so hard to watch. Um, I think it would be even harder now because I'm more faithful now than when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand weight, the weight of sin so much more. Uh, but, um, yeah, so so that was the only like good representation of Jesus that 
I had ever seen is in the Passion of the Christ. So I was very apprehensive to see The Chosen. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth had watched the first season. I had seen a little bit of it, not much. And I was just like, eh, you know, it's whatever. But then they were coming out with season two. Elizabeth was halfway through season two. And she said, you know, I really think you'd like it. Why don't you just sit down and watch it with me? As the greatest representation of the Gospels I've ever seen. Yeah, period. <laughs> it's, not, and it's so good. It's uh. It's so, I would say, um, like, there's nothing in there that, like, goes against Catholic theology so far. No. Which, no. Because I don't think the guy, <laughs> yeah. because, I don't think yeah. the, the director, I don't think the director's Catholic. He's not, but. But Jonathan Ramey is super yes, Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's Catholic. It, but, you know, it's. It, you know, it's like, I don't want to say like Catholic enough, but like it, it's a uh, certified, yeah. like they're like, give it the, um, I don't know. Imprimer. Catholic seal of approval. Yeah. Seal of approval. That's what I'm saying. Uh, because like a lot of, um, like big time Catholic apps or like media sites, um, journals, newspapers, yada, yada are like giving it the seal of approval. Yeah. So yeah. it's. It's legit. I love it. I've rewatched yeah, so many it's good. episodes. It's good. I just rewatched yeah. season three like a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> and there are just, I mean, there are scenes that are just really good for, I think they would be really good for catechesis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, I, I think of the Mary Magdalene's confession oh. to, to Jesus uh, in season two is, two. is very yeah. good. Um, some some of the old some of the flashbacks they do to the Old Testament are pretty cool as oh, well. Very okay. cool, very cool scenes that just kind of give you a, a a better idea of, or it, it gives you a visual to what the Old Testament was like. Okay, that isn't you know the old yeah. <laughs> Ten Commandments with uh, I forget the guy's name. The old, the really old Ten Commandments. You know what I'm talking. Well, oh, I'm Charlton about, Heston. Yeah. Charlton Heston, yeah. the yeah. old Charlton Heston. I'm saying you're going, Moses? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the guy. The, the really ten. old guy that had the Ten Commandments. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about then like your 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 family a little bit because yeah. um, you have a very beautiful family. Thank you. Um, and I, I'm always curious of how you've taught the faith in your home and how you live out the faith in your home. So if you could give us a, like a little snapshot or a really long snapshot, I don't really care, uh, of how, how living the faith looks like for you guys. Um, I, it, again, like prayer life, it ebbs and flows. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we're doing a lot. We're doing the liturgical living boxes. Um, and sometimes it's just kind of like we pray for before our meals, we pray for before bed, we go to church on Sunday, you go to Catholic school. Um, our oldest, Claire, uh, started to serve this summer. Nice. And I think she has served every mass she's been to except one since then. Nice. <laughs> yes. So it's something that I love here is that the sacristans say, yeah, we don't care how many servers you know, we have, you know, six seven whatever yeah i think there were six servers at mass on sunday because kids showed up and wanted to serve but mm-hmm. i love great. it because before like she that. was mm-hmm. serving she was running to the bathroom a couple times a mass because she was antsy mm-hmm. yeah. and she sits up there and um she pays 
attention and mm-hmm. she really likes being part of mass um uh so uh, we try to do like an advent calendar type thing um during the year um not during the year during advent it's getting late <laughs> <laughs> um uh you know a jesse tree i like doing the jesse tree with the kids it's something i didn't do know much growing up i think we did it one year in middle school and i didn't know much about it um uh the we have we do holy water before bed you know the kids have their (laughs) crosses they love the crosses that they passed out last easter oh my gosh which ones are uh they're just wooden crosses and a set of paints that they passed out to all the kids at easter mass and I'm so glad that each kid got their own set of paints because that meant that I could let Benjamin mix all his colors <laughs> and no one else had to care. <laughs> his yeah. cross had so many cool, beautiful, like he dipped his brush in that's all awesome. the colors and swipe. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and then he goes, more, and he'd mix, and it's gray. <laughs> the whole cross is gray. Um, so Claire, yeah, Claire, it's really neat when I... um. What I try to do is when I go to confession, I invite her along most times if it's, you know, if it's not past her bedtime or whatnot. And almost every time she takes me up on it. Nice. So I'm like, okay, that's like a gentle way to invite Mm -hmm. her, Mm -hmm. not push her. I know they go at school, but just kind of like you can do this more often. How old is Claire? I'm sorry. Nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. She just started fourth grade. Okay. Yep. Um. So Alex is seven and he's doing for his, you know, he's got his first reconciliation first, yeah. and first mm-hmm. communion this year. Oh, so he's fun. the one I'm nudging during mass going, you have your first communion this year. <laughs> you can't do this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Aaron and Ben, um, the twins. Uh, and Aaron, Aaron likes to do her. Um, we sing, I sing the first part of Hail Mary Gentlewoman to them each night. Oh, the, the the hill the hill mary part yeah just the the prayer part mm. um and so they'll sing along which is really sweet aaron's kind of got her sign of the cross down we think she might be left-handed so we have to do some <laughs> reminders um ben is ben is something else um <laughs> he regularly says mass in the house Okay. Like he's oh, got, yeah, we've gotten cool. him a mass set. <laughs> I uh, love that. We have a small kid's broom mm-hmm. that he holds up around oh the house. Gosh. I finally convinced him to use his little cape instead of trying to hold his blanket on for his vestments. <laughs> and he started to call them vestments. Um, you, it's cute, but yeah. not necessarily at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> his favorite alleluia is the Celtic alleluia. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but he has a favorite hallelujah. So what you're saying is, sounds like he's a future priest. I am hoping. <laughs> I am hoping so. Yeah. Um, and this summer he started to say mass during mass. So he, he like... Like he will spend most of the mass facing the back. Uh-huh. Um, he like sets up a small... Like he clears an area in the pew and sets up one of the hymnals towards the back of the pew. Opens it up. Raises his arms. He'll look back at father and see what father's doing. And I he'll, love this. So he'll much. imitate it. <laughs> um, he'll like set up. Like he'll pretend he's putting things out. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> best ones. Once I caught him. Um, <laughs> camera, you got me laughing. Um, I caught him like with his hand, like next to his pocket where his pocket would be. 
And I looked up, and Father Jason was turning on his microphone. <laughs> 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 um, and there is another. There is another week where he was definitely trying to imitate Father Jason's homily, <laughs> like Father Jason would speak, and then Ben's mouth would move. Thankfully, he was silent, but he was. <laughs> I could visually see that he was trying to make the same sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I love this. say the words. So the first time it happened, the couple behind us said, that is the best Eucharistic prayer we've ever had. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Past couple uh, weeks, he hasn't done it so much. I yeah. just, we kind of just leave it for a while. We're like, maybe yeah. you should face the front. And then like, he's paying better attention than anyone else (laughs) in our family. So I guess we'll just leave it as long as he's quiet Mm -hmm. and not disruptive, but no harm. So, so yes. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, well, maybe we should extend it to more than mass, (laughs) you know, maybe explain a little more, but, um, you know, about prayer and who Jesus Mm -hmm. is and, uh, but he's got a good start there. So, and that was just like, he just started doing it. How old is he? He'll be four next month. What? When can they do the, the catechies? I'm trying to think of like catechies are the good, good shepherd. shepherd yeah. Fork. Do they go in four? I think they might go in full day four K. Oh my gosh! I feel like he'd be a, like that would be. He'll go and his, teach it. Yeah. No, I was just about to say <laughs> that is like his element right there. That's like it, where he needs he, to be. <laughs> he looked in the so they had you know the little thing in the bulletin for catechesis of the good shepherd last week. He's making his Christmas list. Like he pointed at the tabernacle and he goes. I want that for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Okay. Okay, buddy. You forgot that your birthday's first. But yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. He's like That's making great. his Christmas list. The best. I'm keeping this in my heart for a long time. He would, my Alex was getting, my seven-year-old was getting a little magazine for a while. And Ben points to a picture in the magazine. He goes, that's going to be me. It was a bishop. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we'll see. All right. I got to keep myself That's in so good cool. health and see if this is what happens. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's never said anything like that before. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if like as he gets a little older, if, if you could have him kind of help out. I don't know, with, with a priest or yeah. maybe with the Byzantines or yeah. something. So I he just know. gets more acclimated to the religious life. Yeah. I think it's already a good thing that he's comfortable with priests and he's comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it's, I mean, he's three, so you don't want to like say that he's truly understanding kind of what's going on. Like he's three, but it's also, it also says something that he understands that this is something that is important. Yeah. 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 Um, he, uh, he often will tell me which priest he is. Like walk the I found your Doug. <laughs> I found your Jason. I found your Matt. Does <laughs> like, he have the mannerisms awesome. down yet? No, no. He oh. just decides. He just announces which one he is nice. that day. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and there's so I've talked to so many older men, like retired men, who goes, "Oh yeah, I used to play mass too." And I'm like, "Don't tell me that. You're married with children. Like I want to hear from <laughs> priests that they were doing this when they were three years old." But, um, yeah, and I don't want, you know, you don't want to push a child. You want right. it, you right. want yeah, God yeah. to yeah. inspire them. But for mm-hmm. now, we'll just let him play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How cool, though. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's super. And man, that's super cool. That really, that inspires me. That gives me a positive outlook for 
the future that they're still I mean that God is still working you know yeah right yeah um, we have a we have a couple of kiddos and I feel like there's always a couple of kiddos in faith formation that we're like oh man I really hope that you are open to the priesthood because yeah. it's really hard to talk to teens about you know yeah about religious life because hormones are a thing and they're dating and they um, they have their eyes set on the future and it's really hard to make that future seminary <laughs> or yeah. Yeah. Uh, a convent or you know whatever else but we've got a few that are like already at their age they're young we have a a, a, a girl that comes to some of the things and She's like, oh, I want to be, I want to be a Carmelite nun. Wow. Like, I'm already set yeah. on that. I'm like, yeah. well, excuse me, what, <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, it's just you know that gives me hope for the future that there's still a desire out yeah. there for yes. for religious yeah. life, and there, there's openness, you know, from parents like you that, you know, I if, I really hope that that God is calling you to be mm-hmm. to be a priest, or I really hope that God <laughs> is calling you to to religious life because that would be great. Just watch. The kicker will be is that it's the wrong son. And Alex will become the priest. <laughs> that will be something else. Yeah. Um, some, that's something I love about Manitowoc is you know, growing up, I was in Catholic school. There, there are eight parishes in Appleton. But you never really saw a sister in habit. Mm-hmm. Except my sister went to St. Mary Catholic. It was St. It was Mary Central then in Nina. And um, her last principal there was a nun. But um, you go to the grocery store here mm-hmm. and there's a sister in habit. Saw one yesterday. Like, yeah. And I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> like we go around town and there they are doing normal things yeah. and they're just, they're, they're visible. Like yeah. this is something, this is not mm-hmm. just something from your religion book. This is something mm-hmm. that people live every day. Mm-hmm. Um, my son's classroom has a student teacher. She is a nun. She's a young how cool. Yeah, she's a young mm-hmm. nun and it's just wonderful that she's mm-hmm. going to be there for the semester with them. Yeah. And you can go to Manitowoc Coffee and see a brother from the Byzantines hanging out in his habit. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So it's really neat in this area. So I think a lot of it, a lot of it is just visualization. You know, you can't you can't desire to become something that you don't see. Yeah. It's not a wonder that kids, a lot of kids want to be a doctor right? or a police officer mm-hmm. or a firefighter or a teacher because that's who they see. I decided on teacher at six. Really? Why? Uh, how, how, that, how did that come to be? I don't even remember deciding I wanted to become a teacher. It was just natural. I like, yep, I want to be a teacher and it just never changed. What mm. changed was what I wanted to teach. Sure. But it was always teacher. What did you want to teach at six? Well, at that point, I'd only had like three teachers. So at that point, it was just teach, Teach. probably teach first grade because I was in first grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I went from, you know, being a general classroom teacher to middle school social studies to maybe high school choir. And Mm -hmm. then I found out that that would getting the music teaching degree along with a regular ed degree would add on like two years. I go, no, (laughs) I got the Spanish minor, the teaching minor, because I only had to take two classes and do a semester and it was done. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm glad I did it. Um, That job here was one of my like Holy Spirit moments. I was getting married. I was moving. What was great is my principal knew I was leaving no matter what. 
<laughs> so she could help me. She helped me with my resume. Oh, that's nice. Um, nice. The Spanish job opened up in March, and I knew by Easter that I had a job in a different city the next year when I got married. Oh, and it was just, yeah, it was just so What a weight off nice. your shoulders right there. Oh, my gosh. And someone that I hadn't been in contact for a while had run into my mom, found out I was moving here, saw it in the compass, and messaged me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just one of those, yeah, yeah, those awesome. Holy Spirit moments mm-hmm. like yeah, that definitely. took a lot of little pieces coming together for yep. me to find that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So how did you end up leaving, well, not leaving teaching because you're still a teacher, but how did you end up? Staying at home then. That was kind of the plan. What was that like? Oh, really? Okay. It was kind of the plan that when we had kids, um, you know, financially, once you have two, when you're teaching in a Catholic school, it doesn't make sense. Sure. Um, And so I just started staying home with the first. When we got married, we just started to put my salary away. Like we put as much towards retirement as possible mm-hmm. because we knew it just, would, you know, we figured it would just be a couple years. Um, at most, and it was like one year. Um, Andy is eight years older than I am, so he oh, has okay. actually been at his job since I started high school. So he has, you know, vacation time built up and mm-hmm. savings built up and things. So, um, yeah, that had always been the plan. And now, even, <laughs> even now, you know, itching to get back to teaching, it financially does not make sense for me to send, mm-hmm. for us to send two kids to daycare because it will always be two at the end right yeah um because because of the twins so they they started 3k today and i'm kind of excited because this is my first time home you know without any kids at home for nine years wow so yeah it's six hours and 20 minutes a week (laughs) (laughs) who's counting today today was kind of weird i wasn't quite sure what to do and maybe thursday i'll tackle one of those projects i have on my list you know things Mm -hmm. like getting into their bedrooms without them knowing Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i mostly have to uh bend proof different rooms um (laughs) yeah (laughs) he likes to go into the girls room and find things that he shouldn't have and so i need to move things we we switch bed we swap bedrooms this summer before it was the two older ones and the and the twins sharing Mm. but now we have boys and girls sharing and that we makes just, sense, you know, yeah. one of those transitions that's just easier to do when they're gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Finish yeah. that up. Yeah. So what are those, what do those years look like when you were at home? Um, well, it depends at what stage, because when Claire was a baby, it was just, I, I tried to just soak in having one baby because, <laughs> because I knew that. <laughs> I wouldn't have the same experience again. So mm-hmm. it, it would be like, oh, she needs to nurse. I'll sit and watch Call the Midwife. Great show to watch after you've had your first child. I'm glad I did not watch it until after I had my first child. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she'd fall asleep after nursing. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, let's do another episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she'd wake up and she'd want to nurse again. All right, let's do another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, I soaked it in because I knew that if we had another child, it would not be like this right. because Claire would be running around. Right. So I soaked that up. Um, and then Alex you know, came along two years later. Um, it's just like kind of day in and day out. Life kind of revolved around naps, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. around nap times. You know, we get out to the store between times. Um, it was, I thought it would be weird that first fall, not going back to school, but Claire was born August 1st. And I just, life was just so different that I 
kind of like, oh, school started and moved on. I wasn't expecting to set up a classroom. I was, you know, sleep deprived because we had a one month old and <laughs> um, and things like that. I, I'd say if you asked me about four or five years ago, if I'd ever go back to teaching, I probably would have said no. Mm. And then um, the itch has started to come back. So yeah. I've been doing some subbing and things. So that's fun. Um, after Alex was born, Alex is about 18 months old. I had some medical issues. We mm. thought I had something called um, primary, primary sclerosis and cholangitis. Um, and that can lead to a liver transplant oh. two years down the road 20 years down the road or never mm -hmm. you know and at that time we decided well maybe we shouldn't have any more kids mm -hmm. well we found out it was in primary sclerosis it wasn't autoimmune it was my gallbladder yeah. <laughs> so we had the gallbladder out <laughs> yeah and everything healed um and so we kind of changed our plans around right after i right after i got okay with only having two kids <laughs> and <laughs> And we had twins, so mm -hmm. surprise. I go. always, yeah, I always say you Double can't Double the really. amount overnight. Yep. <laughs> I wanted four. Andy wanted three. Go. I won. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now it, it now it feels like the right time to kind of start transitioning away from babies and mm -hmm. back yeah. to back to school. I feel that, that nudge from the Holy Spirit to go back to that. Mm. Nice. Um, a couple springs ago, I was talking to my mom on the phone, and about an hour after we got off the phone, she texts, she goes, if, if you want to sub, I'll come stay overnight because mm -hmm. she still lives in Appleton. My yeah. parents are in Appleton. She's not a morning person. So she comes the mm -hmm. night before and sleeps over um, yeah. so I could go sub. And that was just, yeah. it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. I, I did two days a couple of weeks later and most of the staff at Roncalli has transitioned. When I was there, um, almost everyone has retired from when I taught yeah. there nine years ago, 10 years ago. Wow. Mm -hmm. And just the way I was welcomed and people were so happy to see me. You know, some of the new teachers knew me because I had, we had kids at the school and things. Um, like I was in tears. Like yeah. the, the next morning, the principal came to check mm -hmm. on me and I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> they also managed to rope me into playing for school masses for the next five weeks. Because <laughs> <laughs> the music teacher was going to be out with, um, I think with a knee replacement or something. Gotcha. So... Mm -hmm. oh okay you get me in here and then you pull me in and but it was it was so much fun and awesome. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so it gives me that that experience to go back last year i saw my daughter's class five times that must have been fun it was it was exciting it was i was happy that she liked it and it was really nice because i got to see the dynamic during the day mm -hmm. and i subbed all three third grade classes last year so now she comes home and she'll talk, you know, so-and-so did this or so-and-so did this. And I'm like, I know that kid. Or like we're looking at the school assignments, you know, who was in which class this year. And I'm going, okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, they're over there. Oh, they're over here. You know, I mm. these kids that she's going to right. go through school with, I, I'm getting to know them yeah. well, which is mm. nice. Yeah. Or like this mm. kid kind of gets into trouble. But he's a good kid, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do you think? Because I'm curious. Because I, I taught for six years mm -hmm. and left. Um, my reason. I mean, I taught in public school, yeah. which is totally different. So I left for philosophical reasons. Okay. <laughs> uh, not because I hated teaching, but I just didn't like the direction that public schools were going, um, and I wanted less stress. So I'm curious, kind of 
now that you've subbed a few times, mm-hmm. um, what are you most happy to be back? Like, maybe maybe you understand what I'm asking, but what part of teaching are you most excited to return to? Oh, I think it's just being with the kids. Mm. Just they know who I am. I know who they are. I get to see what they like to do during the day. Um, you know, and, you know, it's the, it's kind of cliche, but that whole, you know, getting to see them understand something. And mm-hmm. uh, there are some classes that were easier than others last year. And when I had the chance to actually teach something, mm-hmm. it just, it felt right. Like, this is what I miss. This is, mm-hmm. this is why I like doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not quite the, you know, not the babysitting type thing or it, but it's still fun to go in and be with the class and the teacher's gone for one day. So they've assigned a video, but sure. you still get to interact with the kids and stuff like that. Sure. But um, yeah, getting to go up there and teaching them, th- you know, and just sharing knowledge. And I, mm-hmm. I forgot how much I like this. Mm. My license has lapsed, <laughs> but, but I think they've made it pretty easy to get it back. I think it's like you have to teach 18 months or something like that. Uh, and it's a permanent license yeah, once you it's get permanent it back. Past that, yeah. 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 Past yeah. your initial. I did. License. I had to do a professional development plan. I don't oh, know if okay. you had to yep. do that. Yep. So yep. I got that all done. Yep. My first one. And all approved and everything. Mm-hmm. I forgot to send the check in right. for my new license because oh, I was okay. eight months pregnant okay. and not going back to school the next year. Right. So I had that PDP done. Yeah, um, so they changed they changed it after then, right? Even. Right. So they gave you an initial educator's license for five years, which I started out and with. Yeah, and then after five years, when you renew it once, then it's permanent. Yes. Yeah, yeah and that's been changed. You just have to prove. You just have to prove that you taught for um, ten semesters or, or or whatever it was. Okay. And I I was in the process of renewing my license when I left. Okay. So I had, I had had the paperwork. I lost the paperwork. <laughs> uh, and then I got hi- hired at Schneider. And then I was going to send in the, p- the new paperwork anyway so I could have my license, yeah. f- my yeah. permanent license forever if I ever wanted to go back. But I knew that if I ever had the option to go back, I would have that itch. And I knew that I would never jive with public schools again. Yeah. So I let it lapse. Okay. Because I knew if I had the license, that I would somehow find my way back oh because okay whether it was out of necessity or 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 whatever else yeah and i knew that i never wanted to be in that situation again mm-hmm. so i let it lap so i don't have a valid teacher's license anymore but it is very easy to get one <laughs> yes yes and they've and i've been offered you know they've said would you like to come back and do this or this mm-hmm. and i've had to say no at this time i mean the twins are only in school for two mornings a week right um yeah but so I already know I'm like they're very willing to hire me. Yeah, and know. they can always do emergency stuff too. Yep. Uh, one of our buddies taught for he has a never got his teaching license. <laughs> uh, he has a degree in philosophy, a master's in CS computer science, and a master's in like business leadership or something. Okay. So he taught uh, he taught at Notre Dame High School for a while, and then he taught. At a school in Appleton, Lady Lords, I think. 
No. Um, <laughs> I didn't. No, a, that's not a thing. Oshkosh? Oshkosh. Oshkosh, not Appleton. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Um, so he taught a couple different places there, just on emergency licenses yeah. and emergency licenses. And while he was there, he would like take the classes. They're like, hey, we know we'll give you this emergency license, but you have to be working towards something. Yeah. So he'd be taking the classes, but then he would move jobs. Okay. And like he would just restart that process over. And now he's a tennis coach at Stevens Point. So Okay. The okay. University of Wisconsin. Stevens Point. My my mom did grade school. Uh, there was a St. John's in Menasha. She taught there on an emergency license. Her la- their last two years open. So I was in high school. Oh, okay. And so she got her. Emer- she has a math degree, so she could get an emergency license in math. Yeah, dude. And then, um, so she taught that for one year, and then the next year she taught math and religion because she's Catholic. <laughs> So yeah, she could, go. so and then yeah. they closed at the end of that yeah. second yeah. year. So, <laughs> and I think yeah, I think then her emergency license was up. I think it was for two years. Sure. So, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> what a crazy, what a crazy world education is now. I uh, can't let my license lapse. Yeah. Stop. At <laughs> <laughs> John's, John's a couple months away from being a nurse practitioner. I don't know if they do that with nerds. I don't know how what happens if I let my license lapse. I don't know. Can you still let me prescriptions? I don't want to find out. I don't want to find no, out. No, no. <laughs> Can I still write prescriptions? Yeah. I can't do that right now. Not yet. Your, your yeah, patients, your patients yeah. don't want you to find out either because I'm thinking my son yeah. sees an APNP for his, his type 1 diabetes. Yeah. Like if she let her license lapse and we're in trouble, I don't want you to mess with yeah. that. No. Nah. No, my RN license. I mean, at some point I'll let it lapse because at some point after my, when I, once I become an APMP, my RN is like, whatever. I don't need it. Why would I pay for it if I'm not using it? Oh, sure. What's the AP part? In the Advanced AP practice, nurse practitioner. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So eventually I'll be <laughs> like, APMP, FNP, essentially. I, I know the, the letters of who my yeah. son sees. I didn't know <laughs> what they stood for. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> There's a lot mm. of letters in healthcare. You just add on a bunch of them. Just, they don't mean I'm a just let it go. RNBSN. I could add on a bunch of other stuff, but she so add some Q's and Z's in there just to some, shake things up. Some people <laughs> add them. It's kind of I don't know. Some people like add a bunch of letters to their name, like in emails, right? So like, oh. you know, mine. I just have RN, and they want they like were like. You need to add BSN. I'm like, I don't care if people know I have a bachelor's or not. Like, I don't, I, I, I just don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. need that. But they're like, well, what do you have it? I'm like, yes, yeah, so I then you should add it. So I am John Christensen, RMBSN, you know. But like, some people add, I kid you not, like, it goes on. Like, they mm-hmm. have like commas, like multiple. <laughs> John, let me ask you a question. If you worked okay. for six years yeah. and spent, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get the certifications and licensures to I hope people get aren't those letters <laughs> you would also no, it's not want even to like, put them at the end of your it's not even check. like a degree it's not even like degrees like if like there's a like these are like um like certifications like um oncology certified mm-hmm. or like um PACU certified but they like, might not be working in oncology at the right, moment yeah right but like so but also doesn't like, I don't know. It's not like your title. It's just like certification. So like, I don't know. But like, if I'm going to see a doctor, right, uh, until, of course, you become a 
nurse and I just start <laughs> to see him again. Uh, <laughs> 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 make an appointment every day to see me. I'm gonna make a monthly physical <laughs> with you. Please don't. <laughs> uh, but like, if if I see a doctor, I want a more qualified doctor. So the more things that they would put at the end of their thing is like, oh, this is a more qualified doctor. This is the one that I want to see because it's all about yeah. the business, baby. Yeah, but like there, you can, I can become like, I think it's different for nurses and I, I don't know, maybe, it, I don't know, but I think like adding on like, oh, I'm lactation certified plus I'm oncologist certified. That's not a thing. That a thing? No, that's yeah. absolutely a that's thing. A thing. Lactation certified? Yes. Yeah, lactation consult, they are very, very no, important awesome. people. They're awesome. I think well, yes. my wife should become one. But what does that uh, mean? It's to help with breastfeeding after the baby's oh. born. Yeah, like, it's important yeah. if that's your role. Like if you are the lactation specialist, yes, put it in. But if you're like, it, I don't know, you can get certified and like it, the list goes on. And people put every single certification. Like, does it bother you because you don't have those? No, it bothers me because I'm like, A, nobody knows what those stand for. Sure. <laughs> that's and fair. B, it doesn't matter in an internal in an internal email. You gotta people gotta, people to gotta know it? where they stand, John. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it makes sense if like that's your job. Sure. And like you, you know, okay, like you go to the clinic. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know I'm an RN with this certification. I'm oncology certified. Yeah, you want your like cancer nurse to eventually be oncology certified, right? Sure. Like, that's yeah, that's good. But like, it, that's all it's for. Sure. You don't need to add it to all your emails, and I I don't know. Let me. I, I'm I might be on the minority on this with nurses, but I know my wife is with me on this one. The letters are just obnoxious sometimes. People go off. Let me provide like, to you I don't need to know. a case. <laughs> Let me provide you a case study for one camera cranky. Do I need to write notes? No, you're good. Okay. Uh, so in this like long email signature thing. Okay. When I was a freshman in college, okay, my spring semester, I had many titles. I was the treasurer for my residence hall. Okay. I was the secretary slash treasurer for the chess team. Okay. I was the treasurer for intergreek council. Okay. <laughs> Did you put all this in your email? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was also the interim senior steward for the fraternity okay which i was the guy that taught the new guys okay uh so i had (laughs) to email uh, my old guidance counselor yeah because i needed to let her know where to put the funds for a a scholarship that i had gotten from the high school um (laughs) so i had all of these titles (laughs) <laughs> on your email. On my email. Signature. Oh my god! <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my goodness, it looks like you're so involved." Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, I am." And then, as I got older, and as I went <laughs> further in college, I'm like, "Nobody cares." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, like, it's so, important to the email. Like, if you're emailing the chess club, yeah, put your chess club right. On there. So the only thing I had towards the end of my career. I was still the president of the fraternity. So I had that on there because most of my emails yeah. came from the perspective of this is my role. 
Okay. I rarely email my professors. I went to go see them. Okay, uh, yeah. Because just putting a face to a name or whatever. And then we had internal emails when I was a student teacher. But, like, as I went on, I I just would delete these signatures because I'm like, nobody cares. And I look like a jack wagon. And then (laughs) as when I was a senior and I was, you know, we would get emails or whatever from other kids that were in like my 100 level classes that I waited to take because I didn't care. So like these art majors would like email me or they, we had like discussion threads or whatever and they're like email and they're like, they have all these signatures. I'm like, bro, nobody cares. You're a loser. (laughs) (laughs) The difference (laughs) between like freshman and sophomore and then you get to senior and you're like, I just want to graduate. I just want to get out of here. The the difference is like these titles were given to you because nobody else wanted that position. Well, right. So you, you just got it. (laughs) I, (laughs) yeah. Like, Which, like, I don't mean to say, like, you shouldn't be involved when you go to college. You definitely should, because if you're going to no, go, yeah, yeah. Yeah. if you're going to go to a four-year institution, yeah. which I more often than not would now not recommend, <laughs> unless you're going for a very specific, well, you, like, you know why you're going for If you know what you're going for. You know what you're going for and yeah. what you want to yeah. do. Absolutely. The four-year college experience is, is something you cannot, you can't replicate. Um, please do it in a Catholic way. <laughs> um you sh- you should definitely be involved. I think to that to that point though, you're you get so excited about the things that you are a part of and the things that you are involved in mm-hmm. that you want to share that with other people, not in a braggy sort of way, but it, when you're a, a a very introverted nerd like I was in high school, where I didn't do anything except for work at the piggy wiggy and <laughs> play the play on the chess team. Nice. When you get involved with actual things, like you're like, oh yeah, I am branched out of my shell. Yeah, I want people to know that I am branched. I mean, you should be proud of it. I don't know. I don't know if this is the same. The reason I bring this up is a case study. Um, is maybe maybe this is the same thing for your for your nursery? I feel like it's the same thing. They're just excited that they're doing something. They they just got it and they want to let people know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. So maybe at the end of the day, you're just a jerk. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but sometimes but you put it on, and it then also gets obnoxious when there's too many of them. Sure, right. and then yeah. I'm like, I. Is this when was last time you used at this yeah. point? <laughs> right, it's like when was the last time you even used the certification? Sure, you know, like, sure. and are you just paying for the certification year after year sure. because you want to? You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. maybe they've forgotten to take it off. They you know, have. it's one of those things they too. It's have. like yeah. I shudder to think what's on my resume. Yeah. My, my resume that I haven't used in 10 years <laughs> oh, like, <sure>. what probably <laughs> is on there from college that definitely mm. does not pertain these yeah. days mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean if it's relevant to your job keep it on there but if it's if it I don't know you can become certified in anything with RNs like I could tomorrow like I work in the PACU and same day surgery but if I want to become like a lactation specialist technically I could sure like yeah. you know what I'm saying sure mm-hmm. yeah when I had to, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I'm never gonna use it. Is <laughs> even going, even going after that, like things you don't use. So when I when I started looking for jobs outside of teaching, yeah, uh, and I asked Julia, who we've had on the show, uh, what I should do with my resume. She's like, you should have a one page resume. I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be fine, easy. When you're a teacher you in the state it. of Wisconsin, uh, we've got this beautiful thing called WeCan, and no one even looks at your resume. Because you put all the information, it's like one of those things where you up the you upload your resume and you enter all the information on your resume again 
in the website. Right. Yeah. Well, and as teachers, we're trained to have a two-page resume. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, so I think I, nursing, they suggest, I think, maximum two. Like, if it's past two, it's like, get to delete some stuff. Like, nobody cares about your thing from college that you did once, you know? Right. So, like, I had to now cut a three-page resume, two and, two and one-eighth yeah, page right. resume, down to a page... Uh, the problem was change the font is my resume <laughs> was built for education and I was looking for a job in transportation. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, how can I figure out how to word this clearly education focused <laughs> yeah. thing yes. to transportation? I feel that I have zero experience in. <laughs> uh, and that was that was wild because I would sit there and I'm like, well, none of this stuff matters. So you're cutting a bunch of stuff. You're like, what did I do? For five years that I'm cutting out all this stuff that doesn't matter right. at all yeah. on this resume to try to find a different job. The only thing I still keep that I'm debating to take it off, but I've been told to keep it on is Eagle Scout. Oh, because yeah. I, yeah. Not everybody becomes an Eagle Scout, dude. Right. Like my dad was like he um, he went to like this medical conference and somebody gave a talk that was like, I don't hire people. Because they're Eagle Scouts, but minimally, I will give somebody an interview if they are. And I was like, all right, I'll keep it on. (laughs) I'll keep it on. (laughs) Yeah. And it just says Boy Scout. Like, it just says Eagle Scout, Boy Scouts of America. That's all it says. I don't like going into depth of like what my project is. If they're interested, they'll ask. What was your project as an Eagle Scout? Um, Yeah. So my church built like this... um, uh, tot lot they called it. It was essentially a, a playground for like little little kids. Okay, Tot, for tots. Yeah, tot mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, for toddlers essentially. And um, they wanted to put like a bunch of um plants around it. Essentially, a um, a garden to block it a little bit because it was on the side of that was like residential, so they don't want like people to easily tell that kids were on the playground you know sure. just for safety sure. so i had a um i essentially did all of the landscaping around this tot lot oh sick so um i was told like buy a bunch of um like plants that would grow large enough to act kind of as a um barrier barrier yeah sure. um and then actually it's pretty cool years later my mom when she joined garden club at my church back home that was her garden to like take care of oh that's neat so that's that was really, really cool yeah, yeah. Really so cool. and then she tore out all the stuff Pick that up. i put in yeah so. well, you <laughs> i'm not even joking <laughs> i wasn't she, she has the no. permission to do it because um, she's your mother <laughs> well like they had grow that like a number of the things had grown um like large enough that they could take out some of the other things that i put in there and so she's like, yeah, the things you planted were kind of boring. So <laughs> I was like, thanks, mom. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I helped her out though, too. So it was, it was fun. But yeah, right. yeah. You turned it into a bonding experience. Yeah. No, it was, it was pretty neat. Yeah. So I'm sure she enjoyed doing it because she remember she pushed me to, to get it. I'm glad I got my Eagle Scout. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So I'm sure she was happy to take it over. Yeah. But so. Emily, mm-hmm. um, so you're going to be trying to go back into teaching. Um, how are your interview skills? <laughs> um, well, I'm kind of hoping that what happens is what happened this summer and I get a text saying, would you be interested in <laughs> dot, 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 dot job? Yeah. Um, that's what I'm hoping is going to yeah, happen. Um, I I don't know. I mean, if I'm interviewing at Roncalli, it's 
people that I know. Yeah. Sure. So it's yeah. more of a sure. conversation, if if anything. Um, sure. When I was at St. Ed's, I went from being interviewed one summer, the next summer, I was on the team to interview other people right away. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because we had such a small staff. Yeah, that's um, mm-hmm. And it was just, so that was, that was neat. But yeah, yeah, my, I, I, I'm wondering if the calf at St. Norbert is still on my resume. Um, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> I worked in the calf for yeah. four years. That's my, that's my thing. Like, you went to St. Norbert? When were you there? I bet I fed you. <laughs> I feel like I should probably take Walgreens clerk from high school off my resume. Like, yeah. Maybe. Unless you guys like some cool stories from Wal- I don't. Walmart. From Walgreens? Walgreens? Yeah, from Walgreens. I know a lot about cigarettes. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know every person in Heartland, Wisconsin, what they smoke. That's what I know. That's what I learned it, from that job. Wh- <laughs> why is it that Walgreens sells cigarettes? Yeah, I've ha- I have an issue with it. Because CVS stopped. And I appreciate okay. that because they also sell like meds. They're a pharmacy. Yeah. So like I have problems with Walgreens that they still sell cigarettes because you like nothing bugged me more than like seeing somebody go and get their medication for their COPD from a pharmacist and then like them being like, hey, where's the cigarettes? Like, yeah. What we're, it, and we're what, what is workers, what is man, COPD, John, for the layman? <laughs> um, obstructive pulmonary disease. So like you're you're likely to get it if you smoke. If you smoke and and don't get it, you're lucky. But essentially, it's like emphysema and bronchitis combined in one, and it's not oh, fun good. to live with. So good. like eventually, you can't like exhale as well and inhale as well. It's it's not. Is fun. that the thing that kills you eventually? I mean, yeah, it's something you? that you can die from easily. Yeah. But like people would go get their meds and then they'd be like all right now i need a pack i'm like it bugged me a little bit because i was like mm-hmm. going i knew i was going to go in the medical field so i appreciate i appreciate it when cvs like i mean they lost them a lot of money probably mm-hmm. they probably made a ton of money on cigarettes mm-hmm. um yeah taxes a lot because they're ta- well yeah they're super expensive and then they tax the heck out of it too so i appreciate when cvs stopped doing that like i don't know what year that was that was like five years ago maybe yeah. and then walgreens yeah i have an issue with it I'm sure yeah. they, I'm sure they still sell it for monetary reasons. They probably make a lot of money on it, but mm-hmm. you're also like, a you're health also a place. pharmacy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. well, maybe they're going <laughs> under the term drugstore. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go yeah. for drugstore, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've, yeah, yeah, but like if you're a drugstore, like sell some bit. good stuff, then you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sell the good goods. Those are yeah. drugs, kids. Sell the interesting drugs. stuff. Don't yeah. smoke. But ecstasy. Don't no. smoke. <laughs> Don't smoke. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Don't smoke. It'll kill you. It'll kill people around you too. Like my, uh, uh, my grandma uh, died of complications with her lungs. She didn't smoke. My grandpa did. Oh yeah, secondhand smoke's yeah. legit, man. So yeah. like it's, it's just one of those things. Like yeah. you're like, what is going on here? My my grandpa didn't even die from smoking. He died from um, Agent Orange. Oh, when he was, oh, in, yeah, when he was yeah. in Korea. Okay. Uh, yeah. it, it's just, it's, it's crazy what that habit does to you. Yeah. Don't I, do it. Don't my, smoke. My dad kids. quit smoking Please. on my 10th birthday. We were in the car for eight hours that day driving to Ohio and my sister and I didn't notice that he just wasn't, he had, he had yeah. like taken steps and he wasn't smoking in the house anymore. Yeah. He was smoking outside. So we didn't notice. We That's didn't. Awesome. But, um, he started running and he ran the Fox Cities Marathon nice. a couple of years later, and he ran by the express station. Like I, my backyard faced CE. 
in mm. Appleton, like I would look outside my window in the morning and there was the Perkins flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he ran past the express station and he yelled out, that's where I used to buy my cigarettes. And he said, everyone started cheering because he, <laughs> nah, that's awesome. You know, he had healed yeah. enough that he could go and yeah. he could run marathons. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. How like it's, human yeah. body will do that. Yeah. Yeah. He'll just yeah. stop smoking how fast. And it's like relatively fast, but yeah. you will heal. Like your yeah. body will, I mean, you get a new body. How, I mean, how often yeah. do you regenerate everything? Uh, I mean, years? you don't like, it, it, it never like fully, fully, fully heals kind of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're less likely to, we don't really get worried about if it's like, oh, I only smoked for like two years in college and then I stopped after that and it's been 40 years. Like, I'm not worried that you're going to get COPD mm-hmm. from that. The longer you do it, right. yeah, the more yeah. damage. But the yeah. damage has been done. Right. But you're not likely to have the lasting effects. Yeah. If you quit early. I mean, it's never, I tell patients, you know, doesn't matter what age. I mean, I'm probably not going to tell, like, I mean, I do tell 90 year olds, like, don't smoke. But, like, if you're 90 and you want to smoke, like, I, okay, whatever. Hey, you're like, on, I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to change your mind. <laughs> you probably, probably not have 50 be doctors. Long yeah. enough to kill yourself. I, I You've had 50 doctors who've told you to stop smoking. And if you're not going to stop at this point, it's, I'm not going to waste my breath. Yeah. Pun intended. But, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I think it was 15 years ago that a doctor told my grandpa, you are alive in spite of yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're healthy yeah. in spite mm-hmm. of yourself. Yeah. I don't remember when he quit smoking. Was it before we were married or after? But grandpa is 86 now. Yeah. And nice. he's still going once in a while my mom gets a call oh, grandpa's in the hospital everyone starts heading right, yeah. to nina mm-hmm. and yeah. then like my aunt was coming from minnesota false alarm she turns around goes back <laughs> like yeah. mm-hmm. but um he's we are we're all shocked i think he is shocked that he is still here yeah yeah because mm-hmm. yeah, he smoked for many 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 decades yeah it's just yeah there's genetics that play into it too i mean some people can smoke a pack of that pack uh Cigarette today and live till they're 105. And he's so. no longer healthy. I'll tell yeah. you that he's no. not. He's not <laughs> yeah, like he no, but it's ago. interesting though. But, like I think yeah. like the I think like the oldest person, um, like in the United States or whatever, like she smoked every day. Like it was like yeah, smoke back cigarette every day. You know, like just some people. How, m- how many of those? Like you'll get some of those stories on WBAY mm-hmm. of this man is 105 or 107 yeah. and they're like, what's the secret to your long life? <laughs> like something wild, like a oh, glass of wine a day, which is fine. Like, yeah. but then it's like, ah, oh, drink two beers on a broad every day. No, yeah. you didn't. I think the last one I, I think the last <laughs> no one that I saw was like, Dr. Pepper. Doctor, it was yeah. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, it was Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper every day. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my mom's trying to quit Dr. Pepper. I want yeah. to tell her this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just wonder if it's like if that's like the only bad thing you do, your body's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like the more bad things you add up, yeah, the I mean, the worse for you. So clearly, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's it's like one of those things. Like if you are uh, extreme athlete, sure, and you're like, yeah, I have a soda every day, but I also like. I'm Michael Phelps. I'm not going to be like, oh, you need to stop drinking that soda, Michael, Michael Phelps. But I'm like, you know, Michael oh, Phelps no. also smoked a bunch of weed. Well, yeah, but he also like burns 20,000 calories a day probably. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Michael Phelps diet, yeah. you know, is whatever you want to eat because you're going to burn it off. You know, Michael Jordan used to smoke cigars like crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's greatest like... Greatest basketball player of all time. I mean, you can do things to offset. I mean, obviously, like, you know, you shouldn't keep adding things up, but your body can adapt, but if you add too many things, it, it has a hard time. Sure. Essentially. Yeah, time. sure. Not yeah. endorsing bad habits. I would love everybody to have a perfect habit, but, like, we're human, so, like, and we also have our things we likes, that we like, so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Phenomenal. Health facts. <laughs> you want to start a segment once you're in, uh, what did you say? And once I'm an MP? RN. Yeah, I know. I talked I talk to uh, an FNP. Family FNP. Nurse, family nurse practitioner. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. An FNP. I talked to your wife about RN practicing <laughs> yeah. NFP. I'm gonna keep, yeah, I'm going to keep adding on. Yeah, I'm going to keep my RN title. I'm going to keep my FNP title. When I become certified to do something, you know, do that. Yeah. <laughs> the whole shebang. Uh, no, uh, I've talked to your wife about doing like once I become an FMP. My wife? Yeah. Oh. About like having like um like health like, courses. Yeah, I think it'd like, be, re- yeah. be really like cool monthly health classes for like people to attend with their families or whatever, just to you know free classes to attend through the parish. And be nice to have somebody yeah. to say the spicy things that no one else wants to. Hear. I can get kind of spicy. I mean, like if I you know. Yeah, get spicy. Why not? But like in a nice way. Like I'm nice sure. to my patients. I'm not like a mean. I'm, but like I, I state the facts, man. You know, we also I work for a way. secular organization. I work for what? You work for a secular organization. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. But I, I also can tie in like faith to to health. I think it's tied. So. Oh, it definitely is tied. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I actually probably will be doing one sooner than later because for my class this semester I have to do a community project. So mm-hmm. I was like, huh. I should probably do like a soft run mm-hmm. <laughs> for this. So I yeah. might be in so, touch. Emma, you wanna, I want to make sure you get out of here. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sure like... It's it's actually earlier than I thought it was. What time is it? What time is it? <laughs> your, With my yawning. Your, your nine o'clock is not... I don't know what time oh, it is. Oh, that... Oh no, that clock's wrong. Yeah. Okay. Clock <laughs> wrong. <laughs> your nine, your nine o'clock is not my nine o'clock. So, um, I just wanted to ask because we are always so curious about families that live their faith um, with kiddos. Yeah. Um, any anything that you think that every family should be trying to do to live out a authentic Catholic life? Not that you're, you know. I'm not claiming that you're an expert or perfect oh, in any yeah, way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah, there's so many but ways where, where we, you know, it it's like, oh, can you be on our podcast? And, like, I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but you know, you're having authentic people on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, my biggest thing, and the reason that I want the kids in Catholic school and the reason that I want to teach in Catholic school is just to make faith part of everyday life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. Sunday we go to church. It's not just a prayer before the meal. It's interwoven in what we do for holidays or, you know, Mm. like the liturgical living. The best liturgical living I've ever heard is a family who has a son named Peter. And on the Feast of Peter's chair, he gets to sit wherever he wants. That's pretty cool. (laughs) And he gets to bump you from your chair. And this mom says that he's never you know, gone overboard or anything with it. And all it does is it, it brings attention yeah. to the feast. Yeah. It You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing liturgical about, there's nothing, you know, that says he has to have his chair or whatever. But <laughs> um, just making yeah that part of life, there's a great podcast out there um, called... Humbly Speaking. 
<laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Saint Stories for Kids. Oh, okay, yeah. And they're like five to eight minute little podcasts about yeah. saints. Mm-hmm. And we put them on in the car. We listened yeah. to like 10 of them on the way to my parents one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just um, things like that, you know, having faith artwork or your crucifix is mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And just making it not feel weird. Sure. You know, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. want to pray yeah. in front of my parents because I'm embarrassed. Right. You know, if they catch me saying a rosary, then all the better. And if they want to dry dishes and we say a decade together, that's fantastic. Make yeah. that feel normal. Yeah. Um, Having faith normalized. Yes. In the house. So yes. what did you do special today for the beheading of John the Baptist? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I probably shouldn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so we used to have a chicken. <laughs> and no, we're the somebody only ones. was... We're the only ones on Andy's side of the family who do not have chickens. Really? So that could, yeah, know. he's from a farm family. That would have been a really great yeah. thing. It's like, that hey, we're going to have gonna have chicken today. It's going to be that chicken and for the beheading of John the Baptist. And we're we're going to na- chop off his we're, head. We're going to name that chicken John the Baptist. And <laughs> <chop it. laughs> Let's go. <laughs> No, I made I made lasagna for dinner. That doesn't work. So uh, yeah, yeah, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever see a, a headless chicken walking around in a neighborhood, though, I'll know where to go and be like, okay. "Hey, it's your chicken." Yeah, because that's <laughs> the one I know you guys watch. Is it the chicken you <laughs> celebrated? <laughs> I'm like, oh, they got chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Probably bring yeah. it back to them. I think it's always Im- I think it's important as well because we see this all the time in faith formation that even with Roncalli families, I'm not saying it's your family, um, but even with Roncalli families, kids, that, especially in high school that go to Roncalli, the parents are correct in saying, yes, this is a great school because I want my kids to be exposed Definitely to the yeah. faith. Yeah. Also, it's not enough. No, it, it has the to Catholic be at school home. is not enough because... You, you can't rely on the school to do it all. Correct. You need to extend that at home. The schools right. can't raise your kids. Yeah, well, especially especially in high school, like you're only getting one hour of faith in a like a day and also like the 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 classes are all over the place like it could be history of the church great you should definitely know the history of the church yeah it helps you defend your faith or um theology of the body phenomenal that's going to help you with your marriage um or whatever scripture it's good you should know what the bible is about um but also Living the faith, right? Learning a, and living is different. is a combination of all of yeah. those things, yeah. and it gets really difficult when faith stops being cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from yeah. elementary school. Yeah, because the Catholic faith, the 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 faith that Jesus handed on to yeah. the church, is messy, and yeah. it's yeah. difficult, and yeah. it requires sacrifice and white martyrdom. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, never read martyrdom for us, but <laughs> white martyrdom and difficult choices yeah. and rejecting the world around us to live more holy lives. That's really hard to get across to kids. Um, but especially if they're only getting, you know, one hour of, of, of faith yeah. a, a day and they don't see the church beyond that. So definitely put it, making it a part of your everyday life. I think that things that you're doing, you're saying right yeah. now, is phenomenal. They're awesome. It's a part of your life. That's great. I know you keep downplaying. You're like, oh, we're not. But I'm like, they keep naming and naming all the things they're doing. I'm like, they're doing great. I don't know. Like, I was it's like, not, well, it's not all the time. Yeah, that, that's like, the thing. But yeah, but, but, yeah. Give yourself more but credit. It's, Thank you. Thank you. It, you always going to be growing. You but, could but easily. Like, you yeah. could. I could easily but, bet that 
if I'm at your house, the name of Jesus is said. Right. Yeah. And that's it. By like Benjamin. That, yeah. Very loudly. <laughs> and that's great. It, yes. <laughs> that, that's great. Like, if you walk into a house and can you say the name of Jesus? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. you know you don't get that like embarrassment or yeah. like oh I don't I don't really want to talk about religion yeah but if yeah. you can say the name of Jesus and people are comfortable with talking about it I think that's already a big no for big sure thing. is for sure for sure so uh, if you would like to be like Emily uh, <laughs> and be a part of our show that's uh, you don't have to go two hours and three minutes no oh my you gosh. don't you don't have to <laughs> yeah that's where we're at that's what that's what happens. Wow. That's what happens. <laughs> Time is sucked up. We're so um, much fun. It just flies, man. Yeah. Time well, flies. you know, <laughs> if you would like to, you can, you could be here for an hour. You could be here 90 minutes. You could be here 45 minutes. We don't really care. Um, you can send us an email at humbly speaking pod at gmail.com. Make sure to use all of your titles. All of your titles. <laughs> all of your titles. Sure I read the emails. I won't judge. Maybe a little bit. I'm Maybe scared. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be As a stay-at-home mom, I'll start listening right now. <laughs> and, and you can see. <laughs> Laundry doer. Full cleanser. <laughs> head chef. Yeah, head chef. Uh, head cleaner. Yeah. Head maid. Head, I'm head of household. <laughs> Not head of household. But no, we potty uh, train this summer. It'll get messy. Potty trainer. Uh, yeah. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Master potty trainer. I definitely don't uh, have a master part of that town. <laughs> Bachelor's patty trainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that email again is humblyspeakingpod at gmail.com. Um, please pray for us. We do pray for you. I, I do, pray yeah. for everyone who listens, everyone who's been on the show uh, a couple times a week. So uh, we do pray for you. We do we do offer mortifications for you. So thank you so much for listening. Um, praise be Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>